Hey, this is Chris Pitzer of Ad House Books. We are currently at Heroes Con 2015, one of our favorite shows. And now you're going to listen to 11 O'Clock Comics. <laughs> That sounds like an extremely well-rested woo-hoo. Well, we had the extra day, and uh-huh. that, that helped, and, and we had an awesome con weekend, those of us that attended, and, uh... Yeah, that's con ever. That's con ever, and we, we had a, uh, yeah, I think, I think, um, and most of my work woes, uh, were fixed before the end of the work day. So my three hours tomorrow should be pretty sweet. So yeah, I, I guess it was pretty well rested. Most very short. Hootie very long. Hootie <laughs> what? Goonie goo goo. Missed you guys. Yes. We could tell I you actually texted. texted. I know you texted. For real. Out. Right. Am I seriously? Even actually just weren't trying to do homework. Oh well. Mm. No, I was doing homework. Get her done. Get her done. Love him. Do I do. Okay. Do you? I think he's funny. I, funniest yeah. one, I think, is Ron White out of the four of them. Yeah, he's not hilarious, but he's amusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I amuse you. Clown. Holy shit! I eat. By the way, Jack, I'm yeah, looking sir. at that 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 inking job I had done, which we'll talk about. Oh, good. Yeah. And it uh, it really settled in nicely. It looks like it, it looks like it would if the person actually inked it himself. That's awesome. I was yes. so happy that fucking all worked out, man. Yeah. Happy enough to swear. It fucking, yeah. That's not, <laughs> Twice. That's not the and, Oh, man. I mean, not, not, not bad for having his son do it. It looks really good. <laughs> hey, everybody. I think it's time. Is it? Yes. It's the best day of your week. What is it? 11 o'clock comics, episode 374. And I'm resting on my laurels. This episode, Vince P. Oh yeah, you are. I am. Uh, I'm just rested, David A. Price. This is Rest true, and I'm your new co-host, Gary. Yes, <laughs> he predicted that. Yes, shit. I'm so giddy. Oh my god, that made my night. I'm done. I actually, Tonight. predicted it. There's a little bit of trivia in there for you. Do you remember who Reston Dane was and/or is? I know who Taylor Dane is. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Jesus. That's not even funny. It is. Jew- it is. Dude, Jewish disco princess. Dude, my, no. my lawyer uh, that handled my lawsuit when I got in that truck accident when I was in college dated Taylor yeah. Dane for a spot. Oh. Seriously. She was smoking at one yeah, point. She was. she was. This was after that. This, this was after that point, though. Oh, nice. cool. okay. But rest in Dane, David, really? I'm Right now, I'm just drawing a blank, bro. He's the rook. Oh. Yeah, rest in day. The oh, there you go, player. Oh. <sighs> You're reaching. Well, here's the good news, Vince. Here's the good news. What it is. You're melancholy because you missed a great weekend and you missed us and we missed you too. But the great news is you'll be there with us next year. Yes! It's true. It's true. Well, uh, oh. for those of you keeping score oh. at home. Right. I was I was expecting to be like, well, it depends. If, no, none of that shit, but all right. No, I'm going to be there. Okay, good. Sicilians don't welsh on bets. No, we don't. It's very, very important to to save face. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm almost Japanese. But for those of you keeping score at home, if you will remember, 
we had a little wager last episode. I thought that the boys were going to repeat past performances and go into the con <laughs> by themselves and not bring home any uh, celebrity and or uh, connected person's uh, in- intros. But they really outdid themselves. I almost could have – well, I would have done better. But I, I take what I can get and we got a, a nice – number of intros so you'll be hearing someone different for the rest of the year that's right baby that's awesome high five that what, what high five boo that and it, yeah. it was pretty much because of his hustling because of of where he was i mean i was pretty much useless for friday on i beat and we'll explain but it, it was um it was just because of, of how he was Moving and the art he was picking up and, and who he was talking to. Um, it, it pretty much was all Jason. He had his phone out every time he was picking up art and, and cause he paid everybody pretty much up front. So when he came back to pick up the art, he had the phone ready and, uh, and it was all part of the, Hey, thanks for this. I'll, I'll see you later or, I'll, and oh, could you? And it just, it was a nice flow. It was, it was a beautiful thing watching it work and, uh, that's exactly so what, what I you're said. Basically trying to, you're trying to say that the key is is to get bumpers for the show. We need to spend thousands of dollars at a con. Not, a, not <laughs> Pretty much, anymore. yeah. No, I mean it does grease the wheels. But if you went up to anyone who have done it in the past, I'm sure they would do it again. Yes. It's it's the new guys. Yes. Noobs. The ones with ones with which we are not, you know. Kevin Watt is the same for greens. The, yes. and we left some on the table, I must say, as I think through it. Yes, which is and but that. I didn't see Gregory Benton, which was kind of... You know what? He was right next to a couple dudes we we knew, and we knew you really wanted that one, but we just had no intro into him. He seemed very closed off. He was one of those dudes that was staring intently at whatever he was drawing and not really making eye contact. So was awesome. Oh, I'm not doubting it. In fact, Vince, uh, at the auction, his piece was essentially the same characters from the cover of his book uh, Mm -hmm. in a different scene, and uh, I bid on it for you, but I didn't win it. The, uh, what was the bid? I bid up to three hundred bucks for it, but <laughs> nice, it went, dude. I'm getting stiff. No, yeah, there was seriously. Some, there was it went for I mean, like six hundred, though. Yeah, I went, I'm not worth six hundred. Oh shit, dude. that aren't worth what they came out to be. The truth but is, I already have your birthday present. So if I didn't oh, have your birthday present, true. we might have gone up to that. But see, that's nuts that you would even do that. Um, so. Whatever. There is one that, that that I asked Jason if he had gotten, and and he didn't. But then it's all right because now now it now you can actually do something for the show, Vince, and get an intro from from Lindsner at at the comic shop. I can do that. Right. That that that's why I wasn't so so stressed about it. And and what was neat was that uh, Lindsner and his uh, his lady friend were like, "Hey, is that 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 tattoo on your arm? Is that you?" And and I was like, "Yeah." And 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 they they got a kick out of it, so that was cool. Yeah. Oh, and you know what you'll get a kick out of? What? Low prices on your favorite Aww, funny books and collections. Damn skippy. There's only one place to get them at their absolute lowest, and that's Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. That's B as in boy. DCBService.com. You can get your books extremely cheap, such as been harping on this but you best take note if you're not already on this train you better jump aboard because it's the hip-hop family tree is now monthly that's sick it's the sickness from fanographics it's 3.99 ed pisker amazing amazing talent is uh now giving you a monthly dose of what we've all come to love 3.99 your price a dollar 99 you save 50 percent off the cover price 
to other people with which we are very intimate uh, to varying degrees. Gabriel Hardman and Karina Becco have their Invisible Republic trade paperback volume one coming out very soon, and you can pre-order it at dcbservice.com for $4.99. That's five issues for $5. Even I can do that math. Buck a piece. You cannot go wrong. And last but not least, Neil Gaiman's Technophage hardcover. Uh, is specially discounted this month. Uh, Brian Talbot's in there. Al Davidson's in there. It's uh, available in two formats. You can get a hardcover. You can get softcover. I recommend the hardcover because the art is gorgeous. Uh, retails for twenty four ninety nine. You can take it home. Now, this is from uh, Super Genius for forty five percent of that. Thirteen dollars and seventy four cents for a hardcover. Do not balk. Don't be a terrible pitcher. Go to dcbservice.com and just get your stuff really cheap because they are the best. Yeah. Boom. What are you drinking? All right. Well, mm. I'm drinking. I'm drinking water. I... I'm sorry. Really? I love water. It is. It is the the fluid of life. Okay. Uh, Boy. What, <laughs> what if? What, what, it's like I said I was drinking urine or something. Well, that would at least have some flavor to it. Uh, <laughs> what are you drinking, Jason? Water. I am. Flavor. I am drinking Miller Lite. I had one of those this weekend. Why don't you make fun of him? Because I had one of those this weekend. Yes. Oh, so and your your brother's in shame now. It wasn't a Corona. <laughs> No, it was. I mean, it 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 was. It was all part of the the whole weekend, dude. I um, yeah. I just it it's true. He 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 had the extra beer and 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 you know Jason double fist because the bartenders at the (laughs) at at the Weston Bar uh, are are no bueno. They they just do not. They're not good. So you kind of have to. Uh, double up on your drinks because it's going to be once you finish the one you're drinking, it's going to be a while before you get your second. So, oh, you mean they're not very uh, time? No, no, they're and they're not responsive. They're not attentive. They um, they, and they were extremely short staffed Saturday, which which I'm I'm still yeah, trying to figure really. out what was going on with that. Yep. So I I have a theory, but um, we won't get into that do. now. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So that's that was so I'm 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 okay with the middle light at least for tonight, dude, because it's not water. Does your theory involve Oreos? No. And, no and or KY. <laughs> Chase, or David, what are you drinking now? Uh, I am drinking the, well, it, it kind of sort of was somewhat the not quite official drink of the con weekend. It is what was left of the Henry McKenna bottled and bond bourbon whiskey that uh that Jason did have a a glass of uh but mostly Mario and I kind of um made out with this bottle this weekend this is uh 100 proof which I can understand why why Jason had the reaction he he had um but it it it's not bad i i ended up buying it down down there um Thursday before i Renee and I drove in on Friday, so Thursday I hit the uh the ABC store. I, I kinda it always weirds me out when we go shopping down south because you can buy wine at like CBS and Walmart, but the hard stuff can only be obtained at uh at the packaging store, the ABC store, which is pretty much um run by the state. So had to run into one of those shops to get um some some whiskey for for the weekend. And and so I 
I'm holding on to uh, what we have left to, to, to remember the weekend by. I, I, I could say it was an experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit would kill me. Pure it's, rock cut. It, yeah, Pure no, rock cut. I, I did not expect it to be as, as, I didn't know it was 100 proof, honestly, when I picked it up, but it, it is stronger than I expected it to be, and, and I have two, two ice orbs in it to, to kind of dilute it a bit just because it is a little on the strong side. Plus, I had wine with dinner, so I'm really not trying to mix. I, I love how specific you are. I have two ice orbs. I know, because that's like, well, how big are the cubes? But if you kind of know what orbs, how big the orbs can be, then, then yeah, you kind of have an idea as to what I'm working with. I'll show you my orbs. Yeah, you will. <laughs> show, show us what you're working right with. Next to Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got to do this. I want to hear all about it. Mm. Oh, where to begin? Exactly. Jason got there before I did, I believe. Uh, I guess that is true. Um, it was a little oh, different story. than last year because last yeah. year we got there Thursday. Well, I got there. Yeah. Did, did we both get there Thursday? Yeah. I got there a little after you on Thursday night. That's right. Yeah. That's where we boozed it up. Um, so we both got there on Friday actually after the show was open, believe it or not. And, uh, I somehow managed not to have an anxiety attack over that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, we, 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 Friday is always a day of work for me. Um, it's this strange balance at a con now where, um, especially cause Friday's typically not that crowded and it's the first time you're seeing a lot of these people and understandably everybody wants to say hello, chit chat, catch up. And I'm generally down for that, but I, uh, Friday, I like to handle my business. So <laughs> I, I did a lot of listen, no disrespect. I mean, no, I, I'll catch up with you later type of thing. Um, and that included, um, and I narrowly avoided being the doghouse over it. David arrived to the con with his lovely bride in tow and she actually attended the con on Friday. She did. But the problem with that was app called me on and say, Hey, I'm here. I'm here with Renee. I recoiled in horror and said, (laughs) Oh dude, I'm like, this is no good. I'm like, I, I gotta handle my business. Like, I can't, I can't be hanging. And he's like, boo, it's not that big a con. I'm like, nah, so, you know, I'm like, I, I, I got to go. And, uh, and so I went about my business and, and, uh, and basically David and Ray did their thing until they went to lunch at Panera and then came back. And, uh, luckily I managed to meet up at the hotel as she was getting ready to, to, to sail off into the sunset and buttered her up. So I'm back in her good graces. Hey. And she let this go? Are you serious? Yeah, she, I, I was like, uh, so, so, you know, Jason's kind of busy today, right? He's getting her. She's like, she, she didn't shrug, but she was just like, he's got to do what he's got to do. She, she understood completely, dude. She was just oh like, my God. She's like, nah, she's like, I'm not, she's like, I'm, I'm here to like, you know, see what's going on, but I basically, you know, Jason's in Jersey. If, if the mood really, struck her we could probably all hang out relatively easily so she she Very knows true. that in this setting um that it it that, that jason's got to do and he and she wanted to check everything out and she there are a few people who she was she as we were driving home um tuesday she uh and we were talking about the weekend uh there are a few people who she was quite happy to have um well, to have seen again, like, like Jason, but the people she hadn't, hadn't met before Friday, uh, included Mario, um, Norton, 
and uh and Gonzo. She's, Gonzo's cute and uh and that uh and he's a handsome man. He is and uh and Scotty. She has she was beaming over Scotty. Holy crap. Every time she mentions Scotty, it, it's like when Jason smiles when he talks about Scotty. It was just that kind of thing. It was uh it was a little unsettling and, and maybe I should worry about that. But and Scotty She's moist, I think. He's a big man. The, um well apparently I don't want to use the word smitten, but but whenever I was around Scotty, he he made a point to mention Renee to the people around us. It was um yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was something, I'll say. But it was, it was huh. great. But, 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 but continue, Jason. No, I think you're right about that too. One of the things I have to give Scotty a lot of dap for is that, uh, he's very good at, um, excitedly introducing people to each other. Like, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's very good at making sure everybody knows each other. I, I think that's a, it's, uh, something that's easily forgotten, I think, in crowds like that. But, uh. It's part of the reason why the man is as successful as he is. No doubt. No Not, doubt. you know, and it, yes, he can draw like an SOB. He's extremely talented in the visual aspect of it, mm-hmm. but he knows how to, uh, he, he knows how to conduct himself. Yeah. But, uh, Friday wasn't, you know, like I said, it wasn't that crowded. And it definitely helped to have gone through it last year. So it was a much more, settled feeling i mean essentially the layout was identical to the year before so it took one quick walk through the con floor to get a sense of where everything was laid out and so um i don't feel i really got my legs under me in terms of the con until probably mid-saturday last year whereas this year it was almost immediately upon walking in um which was a, a nice change uh but as with always you guys know i get anxiety and and about this kind of thing and uh <laughs> Probably about halfway through the the day, um, I felt like there were about a hundred different people that would walk up to us and say, "How's it going? How's your how's your quest going?" And I was increasingly feeling as though it wasn't going well at all. That I just all the things I had arranged pre to the show were just not falling into place. But um, but as with all all, all things, um, by the end of Friday, as we were walking out to go get some grub, uh, everything was falling into place like a wonderful domino sculpture. <laughs> Domino being the key word there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But uh we we hooked it up. I mean we we um we we hung out uh uh really the whole weekend. Of course of course Mario was our roommate and he was awesome. Um so it was the three of us. But but uh we really spent a good chunk of the weekend. Uh we really were more of a quartet because we we spent most of the weekend hanging out with Stringer and it was great because for the first time ever um, Stringer wasn't there as uh, as a, an artist doing tattoos and trying to balance that against being a fan. He was there purely as a fan, just enjoying the con and uh, getting art and saying hello to people just like us. So I uh, had a, a real good time hanging out with him. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know, Dap, I'm trying to think about, like, memorable components of Friday before we we, we got out of the hustle and we, we uh, went to dinner. But uh, does anything stick in your mind in particular? Uh, well, Friday we, we got there, um, just about two and a half hours from, from dad's to, to Charlotte. So we, uh, we got there soon as, um, I had texted, uh, Jay Stravitsky to let him know that, uh, we were close and, uh, he actually met us outside, Renee and I, and, um, and so met him for the first time, talked to him for a few minutes and then went inside and, uh, first person we saw was uh, for first pe- first two people uh mario and, and stringer were online at um over by uh 
the Art Adams area, um, where his table was. And, um, then we kind of just walked around a little bit. We made our way over to Norton. Um, we, uh, Friday really was kind of the, the day of, of getting a lay to land and, and seeing where everybody was. And I, um, I apparently lost all sense of, um, of manners and, and common sense and what I do on a daily basis just completely flew out of my head because, um, there were little things that I tend to do, um, little doors open and things like that for Renee that apparently I didn't do, uh, over uh, on Friday, but yeah, yeah. So that was pointed out to me, but that was in, in, in a very sweet way. So I, uh, but, but apparently, um, yeah. I, 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 yeah, you bet. It, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not uncommon because I was, I was talking to the minion about it and like when they go to car shows or something like that, like that he completely zones out and forgets about, about his girlfriend Emily and, uh. We had different environments. That, 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 that is the thing. And, and right. I'm also trying to kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm playing, like I'm, in a candy I'm store. point and, and she's behind me. So I'm just trying to also move along. It's just, it is a completely different mindset. Not trying to, uh, make excuses for it, but it, it, it was pointed out and I, I do, and I completely own it. So that's, that's, that. you, but, uh, you do. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, no, I think, I think pretty much, uh, once we, um, I mean, I, I, I kind of made a, a list as, as we went on. Um, but I, Friday is kind of like a bit of a blur as far as Renee going around and um, and meeting people and and grabbing some prints here and there. She got to see Dave Wack, who she hadn't seen since uh, he spent the night at our house, um, which was coincidentally also the last New York Comic Con he attended. Um, no, no, uh, no relation no to that, I'm sure. But it was uh, <laughs> uh-huh. so it was. Um, I did not get over back to see Daniel Govar, uh, who Jason mentioned had, uh, salted caramel, which, which I, I missed well, out on. He had ghost pepper, ghost pepper. Yes, that was it. That chili, was it. Or ghost, yeah. ghost pepper salted caramels. Yeah. That and, um, a shout out to Daniel because he is a, one of our, uh, concurrent con buddies and he is, uh, had a great year. His, uh, his, uh, lovely lady is expecting in about I think two months, he said. And so she wasn't at the show this year. She usually comes to shows with him, but, uh, she was at home in Florida. They bought a house. They got a dog, uh, I think a second dog, right? And, and, and well, she had a dog, I think. And he was, oh, okay. So they combined dogs. With, okay. Right, yes. Yeah. But they bought a house and, and yeah. And so she's expecting. So, uh, a big year for, for, for Daniel and his, his, his lady. And creatively he had a big year too, because I've been seeing some of the stuff he's been churning out. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh yeah. Another, another another plateau has been reached by Mr. So. Govar. Oh no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Oh. So let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. So Friday night's the first night of the of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason, you secured all your original all all your commissions on that first night. No. That last no, night. No, no, no. So Oh, you were still doing no, no, so, it on so, Saturday. Listen, so I have, um, as many people laughed at me over the weekend when I showed it to them, I have not, not you, you guys aren't going to be surprised with this, but I have a very detailed spreadsheet and I probably started setting up Heroes Con three months ago. And what that really is, is essentially downloading everybody that's going to be attending on Artist Alley <clears throat> and quickly sorting them to, you know, people either I, I have art from, but maybe want to say hi to people that I, Possibly be interested in getting art from, but I just don't know if, if, if they're doing commissions, how much they cost, if they're available. And then people for sure 
And I, I essentially go through and, and contact uh, upwards of uh, this year. I probably sent emails or Facebook messages or tweets out to probably 75, 80 artists, just getting a sense of where everybody was at. And I had a lot of things already in, in motion. Um, I broke a longstanding rule this year um, in that I prepaid for a number of commissions ahead of time. Um, you know, I've had a rule for years that I wouldn't do that uh, because I found that it can be very disappointing if they don't get them done or, um, and you're kind of waiting in vain. You have to either ask for your money back, that whole thing. So, but I, I, I took a chance this year because there were a number of artists that I felt I knew the quality of their work and I figured that, uh, that it would, it would be, it would be worthwhile and, and would pay it back. And for the most part, it did. Um, and, um, but the other thing is I have the jam pieces and, I, the key really is to understand that every artist, um, says ahead of time that they can do a jam piece. But as with every con, what happens is they all come to tell you to see them early on Friday. You go and see them on Friday. Um, you, I'm not Madrux, so I can't clone myself. So, um, you know, after the first handful of people, by the time you're getting around to them, it's two, three, four hours into the con. And inevitably it goes like this. Oh, sure. I remember telling you. Sure. Um, sure. Well, are you going to be here all weekend? And <laughs> that's one of those loaded questions where, yes, I am going to be here all weekend, but I don't want to say that I'm going to be here all weekend because you're basically asking me, can I do it at another time later in the weekend? And as you or guys can know, I hold on to it I, and then you pick it up Sunday. Right. Right. And the longer a con goes, the less likely they're going to be have time to do something. So, um, yeah, it's a little dance, a, a bit of a game that we play. And my goal is always to get the jam pieces all out into some artist's hands as quickly as possible on Friday. And then at, that way, at a minimum, I'm getting at least one square done in each of them over the course of that day and could start over on Saturday. So that, you know, that happened. And, um, and then I picked up a number of the pre-show commissions. But if I'm being honest, the vast majority of the commissions that I prepaid were not ready until Sunday, which is fine. As long as they were ready on Sunday, it's all good. But, uh, but no, so I was, I was doing the art hustle. The entire weekend, and frankly, um, I, I, I haven't done the whole tally, but I'm pretty sure I, I definitely set, set any kind of break, broke any kind of personal record. Um, but but I will say too that uh, that I do at least as we're talking about it now, conceptually think I'm going to cut my hustle back quite a bit for next year. Not because I don't love it and I love how it all ends up, but because. Um, I think I pushed the envelope this year in that I, I maximized the amount of art I could possibly procure in a weekend, but it almost became essentially a job during the con. So it was like I was working during the con hours, much like the artists, and then once the con shut down for the night, I could have fun. And, you know, it was totally fine. I had an amazing time, but I think if I could cut it back by half, per se, I'd still come away with a great art hall and I'd be giddy, but I'd have a lot more time to just shoot the breeze and maybe go out for a little bit longer lunch somewhere and just hang out, have a couple cocktails. So that's the stated plan for next year. And, and all the more incentive to do so if it's all of us there together and we can run, we can run, run the show. So I like it. You amaze me. <laughs> well, it was, it, it, it was because Renee was with me and, and we weren't, um, what's great about heroes is that, when we're in New York, we're kind of usually all together in, in one solid mass and um, mm -hmm. only because it's very easy to lose one another. I mean, we can always run around artist alley, like, okay, I'm going to go hit up this guy and, and we can meet back. But Heroes is, is 
big enough and open enough where, um, I mean, there were, there were times all three days where, um, Jason and I and, and, and Mario, we were all scattered about and, and we weren't with each other. And, uh, sure. and then we end up meeting back up at some, but we were always easy to spot, which is what I really enjoy about heroes is that, um, is that it, it is, you can do your thing and, and not have to worry about, okay, well, I, it, it it's almost two o'clock. Where are we going to meet? And, and that, that, and that was one thing, you know, where we needed food when, when it was time to get some sustenance and, and you had to run out. Um, what would be a good time to meet up? Things like that. But heroes was really, um, it's, it's better suited for the, it, it is a laid back con. I mean, you can get shit done as, as Jason proved but it it is also very um very easy going and um as long as i was telling vince before we started as long as you're not uh there to see uh, jason latour or jason aaron or fraction or kelly sue or scotty or you know then then you have time to see creators wait online for creators talk to creators but if you want to see any of them uh your day your whole day is Right, but you're you're talking top tier in terms of popularity. But well, espe- well, especially with with Latour this year, I mean, my, my yeah. man blew up, and and uh, and and Aaron also. Oh, he blew it, up, yeah, big time. But and and I got to actually finally meet him this year, much to as much mm-hmm. as got blocking as Jace was trying to do. But it was oh it was a, yeah, it was. Um, but but Friday was was great for that because I, I I had an idea as to what. Um, Jason had going on and and so this way I could actually get back into my groove and, and try to figure out you know where he needed to go who who's got what um and you could tell by his Facebook posts every night what what he ended up picking up and and uh as far as what he accomplished at every day but Friday was um Friday was was when we went to Mertz and uh yeah and, now and just a reminder to people Mertz is the uh, is the soul relatively food. well-known soul food joint near the convention center. And it which was apparently a, Jason uh, thought it was farther away this year than it was. Yeah. Last I thought year. it was like a mile away, dude. <laughs> you did not but, feel like uh, walking guys, this year. Holy shit. But I would say Fred that, um, what's no, that? Not that kind of, you see, no, Fred we are leaving, kind of I would say the, the, the other big component of our Friday experience was, uh, the, 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 Jay Gonzo, Quinn Gonzo, uh, duo. Uh, you know, Jay, this is the first time we have had the pleasure of meeting him and it was, he's an amazing guy. And, um, we hung out a lot at his table and he brought his lovely daughter, Quinn, who was she 15 or 16, David? She's 15, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. All I could say is I hope given what a pain in the ass, my oldest son is at 12. Um, <laughs> she definitely gave me some hope that being a teenager isn't going to be totally annoying to deal with, but, um, I felt bad for her because at one point, Vince, I'm looking around and it's, 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 it's Jay, David, myself, Mario, and Quinn eating dinner. And I'm thinking, yeah. is there Poor more? Tw- so I, I say to the girls, I say to her, I say to Quinn as we're sitting down, Hey, so, you know, are you excited to be at the con? Are you big into comics? And she just says, no, not really. I don't really like comics. And I'm thinking, this poor girl, like yeah. she probably was like, dad, can I just stay in the hotel and order room service? I have to, <laughs> said I have to eat, eat soul food with four old fat 40 year old dudes. Um, <laughs> but she was totally nice and cool. And, and it was a real, it was great, man. Gonzo is a supremely awesome dude. Not, not only is he, uh, a great artist, but he's got 
awesome stories and his perspective on life is phenomenal, man. He's just yeah. got a great outlook and he's su- I mean, people that maybe remember him coming on our show, he was just like that this weekend as he was on our show, just full of energy, great intellectual perspective on lots of things, just opinionated, but well thought out. And, uh, I had just an absolute blast spending time with, uh, with, with, with Jay and his, and his, uh, his daughter. It was a, a really great time. And also at, uh, Mertz, uh, we had, um, I had my first much anticipated, uh, face to face meetup with, uh, with Adrian, AE Inazuma Tiger from Sidebar, longtime internet friend and buddy. And let me tell you something. I'm 6'3", 230. I'm not a small human being. And, uh, Adrian enveloped me when we hugged. I mean, he made me feel like, like, uh, like, uh, uh, like a teddy bear or something. It was ridiculous. Um, but it also makes me realize as, as I think back on that moment that the one fly in this weekend's ointment, and it's a very small one because it was a phenomenal weekend is that, uh, believe it or not, it just went so fast. Like I, I really envisioned having hours at one of those nights sitting around chatting with the sidebar guys and getting to know Adrian more. And I just, uh, I didn't have that opportunity. I saw him there and, and we chatted for a few minutes and that was it. So I really didn't get a chance to chat with him and that bums me out. And, and that was the case with several other people too, where as I was thinking through for tonight, uh, all the people that we saw, it, it dawned on me that, that we did see a bunch of people, um, but, but just didn't get to really have a lot of QT with them. And, uh, you know, we'll have to rectify that in, in, in next year because it's just hard. It's, it's, you know, it's hard as, as you reach, got your own agenda during the con, you think, well, that night I'll, I'll meet up with you, but it just was difficult because, you know, people are doing different things. Like on Saturday night, I think we were going to hang out with the, with the sidebar crew in Braxton and, and they, but they weren't really feeling the art auction and we, we, we ended up staying for the whole art auction. So by the yeah. time, by the time the art auction wrapped up, it was almost midnight. We rolled, uh, to the, uh, to the, to the now infamous all night diner, the midnight diner. And, uh, you know, we just didn't ever meet up with them. So one, one slight downside to a con where you have so many great friends attending is that you inevitably have people that you, you wish you could spend more time with in retrospect. But, uh, but that's a small a small nit for what was otherwise an amazing experience. Nice. Well, experiencing the con um, on the periphery as I did, I, I would see the stuff you know float up on the Facebook, and uh, one of the things uh, with which I was struck the hardest was our friend Matthew Allison mm-hmm. has leveled up as well. Oh yes, and and he was awesome to begin with yeah. but some of the some of the commissions and the pieces i saw come out of him oh my god i wish i was there to that point let me let me big him up a little bit because um i was chatting with our good buddy jerry mcdade today just de- decompressing about our con experiences jerry's another guy that we saw a lot on the floor but didn't really hang out with him after hours because um jerry was there with his family and uh it, it's all, all good in the wood but but as a result, he wasn't really spending too much time late at the bar having cocktails. Um, so we were just catching up about the con and our relative experiences. And um, as we're wont to do, we often like to uh, share new artists that we that we you know gain exposure to to each other to say, hey, you got to check out this person next next con or whatever. And uh, so he proceeded to ask me who I discovered, and we talked about that. And then I said, how about you? And he said, dude, you have to check out this guy, Matthew Allison. <laughs> he said, I don't know if you saw his stuff, but he is a phenomenal artist and he draws really crazy stuff. And, uh, I, I in, unintentionally did a little big timing because my response was like, dude, 
of course I know Matthew. He, he, he's a long time listener of the show. Of course I know him. And then, uh, McDade was like, Oh, I get it. Okay. Big time. But, but no, I think you're right. I mean, I mean, um, Matthew's work is phenomenal. Um, it, it yeah, it, it looked great. And it seemed like he was pretty busy. So hopefully, hopefully he's a, his stars on the rise. Yeah. You know, I've said it before and I was confident in, in letting this bomb drop when I originally said it, but I will say it again. And I'm even more convinced now. I think that he is the Bernie Wrightson of his generation. Oh, holy yep. crap. Wow. Yep. Look at his work. It's there. It, well, I mean, great. you can go down the, the checklist of Bernie Wrightson and find all of things uh, for which he's very well known. Shadows, uh, very idiosyncratic anatomy, uh, inventive character design. Yeah. He, he does the ick like no one else. Allison is getting, I mean, he's, He's there. He's yeah. he's going to be he's going to be a uh, a uh, when when we when we regale our favorites with praise uh, twenty thirty years after the fact. Like I do, rights and Allison's going to be on that list. I think he's got everything Bernie has. He uh, he also um, Matthew apologized, which um, what? Yeah, it was weird. It was um, I'm trying to remember it. He um, he. He grabbed me because Jason was talking to Aaron Conley and, um, he, he asked if, if we were David and Jason and, um, tells me that he had to apologize because years ago he was on the forum and, um, I'm paraphrasing, but basically he, he said that he, uh, he was, he was an asshole. He was not, um, he, he, he was not cool at all. Um, as far as his attitude or, or I guess arguing um, with people, things I don't remember. And I usually have a pretty good memory when it comes to who's a dick on, on our forums and, and, and Facebook group page. But it's um, I, I told him that it was, it was probably in context. It was, it was, um, it was an appropriate response. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it, but he, he, um, you know, everything is, is cool. Now he's, he's in a, um, Different mind space, I guess, but it, it's, uh, his, his work is, he did a, uh, a Doctor Strange for Mario, which, which looks amazing. It um, does. And he likes, of course, you know, he likes to do the whole, um, mass treading thing and, and, and get a little crazy with things. So when I, I was trying to figure out, um, who I wanted, because there were a few things where I thought somebody would be pretty cool to do Doctor Strange with, um, and, and usually Mario was already on top of it. So, um, then the idea came up to to do Spider-Man, but to do the whole Spidey mask on one side, Peter on the other with the whole Spidey sense thing, mm-hmm. and things like that. And, and, and he killed it. I love it, that. It's an, I love it. Uh, I might use it as like you know my avatar shit like that. It's, it's a really and it's clean. It looks yeah. amazing. There's like no pencil, no blue line. It's just it's gorgeous. I, I I love the damn thing. I can't wait to get it in a frame. And that's. Um, I mean, it, this was a, this was a weekend where, I mean, Renee kind of, she, she set the tone because aside from the prints, we also, um, we made our way over to somebody who, who Jason and I spoke to last year, Marcus Williams, who's the artist on the pencil on Hero Cats, which That's is right. published by, uh, Action Lab. And, and last year it was just starting, um, this year he had the first trade, which collects the first three issues and, epi- and episodes, issues four, five, and six, six just coming out. Um, so Renee was really impressed with the art. She left with the, uh, with the trade. And, um, so I'll keep an eye out for, for upcoming trades. But, uh, so, so she, she, um, 
she and and also a couple of t-shirts from um we love fine so she she was having a blast so i figured and then fuck it i i i forgot to bring the first version uh the first hardcover of revival so i couldn't bring that for mike to sign but i did pick up the second volume which which he signed um i told tom surely that i would pick up the third volume of uh the Godland Celestial Edition, Celestial Edition, uh, since he signed the first two last year. Um, he signed a third one for me this year. I, um, I picked up the, what was it? Um, since, since, since I backed it on Kickstarter, I have the PDF. I, um, I decided to, to pick up the, uh, the limited edition version of, uh, limited edition of Guns of Shadow Valley from uh from dave and uh yeah so and i mean and i brought books with me too i brought the milk and cheese i brought the um the tale of sand so there were things that i brought with me at the black sads so that i could get them signed at the show i did not get the punisher book signed which whether or not we'll get into on the show is, is that not important but um it's uh we I left with, with more than I expected to leave with, especially book wise. Art wise, um, you know, the, 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 there was the, the piece from, from Matthew, um, only two pages of art this year. I, I, um, Stephen Green, who, who Jason got a, uh, a jam piece square by, um, and he's also in the, uh, the Cafe Racer anthology that, that Sean Murphy produced. Um, he had a pretty cool print. Of a uh, Starbucks barista getting really angry at a customer, I thought that was pretty neat, and he um, he gave that to me. But it was um, it was it was a re- I think I left. You got more than two pieces of art. Well, I got the two pages. You you've got to be specific because those are beautiful pages. Wait, you got a double page spread from Gonzo? That, yes, I did get. I, I you got did two it, pages I, from Umbral. I, right, I got the two pages from Umbral from, uh, from Christopher Mitten that I picked up after Jason picked up uh, his oh. Jam Square. I, I really like those two pages, and and, actually, oh. and Jason Jason helped me out with the uh, with the page from the fifth issue because I had the first the first page that I had picked up, which was from the first issue. That one was a given. I was getting that one. And then I had a page also from the first issue. I had the page from the fifth issue that I did come home with and one other page. And um and Jason uh, helped me narrow it down. So I picked up those two two pages. Uh they're already on the wall. I, I, I moved some art around and uh the um there's a double page spread from the fourth issue of uh La Mano del Destino and it's um it's a pretty significant page because apparently it's a page that not too many people have picked up on as far as, um, because the, of who is holding on to who and who can lay hands on, on who. Right. Um, if you think back to the first issue, um, so it's, it's, which will, which according to Gonzo will play out in the fifth issue and it'll be, uh, brought to light. But, um, but there's there's that and and yet Gonzo is is worth breaking my um pencils non pencils only rule for like like Jason there are just some things that I especially if it's going on a wall I need it inked I, I need it as um as as detailed or as finished as possible um but the uh 
it, it, it was worth it. It was, uh, and I kept going back and forth and between a few different pages. And finally, I just decided on the double page for it just because it, it looks pretty cool. Um, so yeah, there, I, I, I think I left heroes with more than I, I normally leave with New York or, or, or even, um, other cons in, in recent memory, but it was, it was a, um, it was, it was a great shopping show. And, uh, and, and especially as far as just um, seeing people and, and catching up, and um, it it didn't feel like last year's show to me, but it was it was a continuation of it. I Gabriel and, and Karina weren't there this year, but um, you know it, there were still um, other aspects that that, that were just as fun as it just because they weren't there doesn't mean that uh um there wasn't anything else it, it, it wasn't lacking because some other people who we normally see weren't there but or, well we didn't see last year but it was a uh it was a it really was just a, a, a an extremely enjoyable weekend whether you were on the floor or even even after hours especially at at well the the auction was its <laughs> its own thing oh, yeah. drama but the well, uh, go ahead no, I was going to say uh, Friday night. You know, we 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 did the the bar, the Western Bar. We hooked that up, and uh, and then I think I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not calling it a mistake. But last year, Jason and I had the fantastic idea of uh, kind of calling it an early night on Friday, not not staying up past midnight or anything. So this way, we could hit the ground running Saturday because we knew Saturday with the auction um, and with whatever goes on after hours, uh, we'd want to kind of be. Um, up for that. And, and this year we kind of went a little stray and, and we did not retire to the room until, um, much later. Well, and by we, he means Mario and that because they got hammered off that whiskey. <laughs> yeah, we kind of did. <laughs> uh, so they were liquored up, but it was fun because the cool thing again, for those that don't remember from last year's recap, uh, one of the favorite things from, for us about Heroes Con is that the vast majority of people are staying at, at either the Westin or the, uh, is it the Hilton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. two hotels next to the convention center. So, um, the Hilton house, the, uh, the drink and draw. Right. So, so essentially about 50% of the attendees ranging from all the fans to the creators will be at one of the two bars and, so if you hang out at one, you're gonna you're gonna see lots of friends. You're also gonna see lots of creators, and and that was the case uh, at the Westin. You know, but definitely la- that night the highlights were uh, hanging with the with the with the uh, with the O'Brien brothers yet yep. again. Um and uh, uh, David, what's uh oh John's fiance? Yeah, what's her name? I okay, yeah, John's fiance. I'm sorry, apologies. I, I I can't remember her her name right now, but hung out with them. We hung out with Jay Sternitsky quite a bit. He's an awesome human being. He really uh, is. Way too, way too nice a guy for, that's the thing about these creators, uh, Sternitsky and Allison and Gonzo, these guys, and, and they were, they're all way too nice to us. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, we don't deserve how nice they are to us, but, um, but I had a blast hanging out with them. Um, of course, uh, you know, we can't, uh, we, 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 uh, we can't forget our, our crazy crew, the no, our, 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 our crazy drunken uncle of podcasts, the no apologies crew. Um, I spent a decent chunk of Friday night. Uh, while these two yokels were back up getting more liquor, uh, sitting around chatting with, uh, with Chris Campbell, uh, our sometimes con roommate, uh, Daryl, uh, and Tom King. And yes. by the way, it's also really cool, speaking of guys that are blowing up to, you know, we've, we've known Tom for a long time and, 
wasn't that many years ago he was sleeping on the floor of our loft at C2E2 underneath the pool selling his novel and now he's uh he's he's I I don't think it's public yet so I can't say what but I think it's okay to say that he has a regular writing gig now at both big two firms uh yeah. big two publishing wow. houses that's when he's awesome. got his first Marvel book coming out, we know what it is, but I don't think we're at liberty to say yet, at least not until he gives us the okay. But either way, it's pretty cool. Pretty excited about the book. Right. So he's, he's doing great and he had a big crowd. Um, um, of course, uh, D- David's, um, uh, Sunday commuting buddies. David, yes. They, they, Cliff they were our other, Justin. our other brothers. Cliff and Justin are, are, our North Carolina crew. Um, you know, two local boys and, and great dudes and, and also, uh, much think, like, uh, much like, uh, then, what's that? The, the name what? got chopped off when you were saying, uh, who oh, you Cliff, were sharing. Cliff and Justin. Okay. And Cliff DeMond. Yeah, Cliff and Justin. It, it's, it's, he's on the forum and, uh, and, and, and not on, on Facebook yet. We need to change that just so we can get in on the group. Yeah. Stuff. Um, cause we need Cliff him on. Cliff is, is, and, yep. And he, um, his, his, he brought his buddy Justin last year. And Justin was not familiar with our podcast. In fact, he wasn't much of a podcast listener. And uh, we converted him. He said he's been listening ever since last Heroes Con. So um, they're super cool dudes. And they're two dudes who uh, make me kind of sick because they're roughly our age. And they have about 4% body fat between them. In spite of being like dads who drink beers and I'm like, eat barbecue. I don't know how that's possible, but it is. So we hung out with them 24-7. That was great. They're super nice dudes. Um, you know, saw a million people that night, Friday night at the, at the, at the, at the bar. I mean, just, you know, not, we'll, we'll go through a list of, of shout outs later, but, but, you know, just a million people that, that were at the bar. But those are the crew that we were really hanging out with. And, and, um, and, uh, and also a shout out on that regard to Wachter, cause, um, although we didn't hang out with the bar all that much, um, you know, he, he, uh, had a really good time with Dave this year. He's in a really good headspace and, yes. and his career is doing really well. And he's got, uh, you know, a lady love as well, which I think, uh, has soothed, soothed the savage beast. Um, so it was a real pleasure hanging out with Dave as well, uh, over the course of the weekend. So I guess, uh, we finally called it a night. What around two in the morning? Maybe. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. No, and, uh, well, Saturday was the later night. Friday was probably closer to one, two o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, they were hung over in the morning, <laughs> but that didn't stop us from no. our, our ritual of going to Starbucks and getting delicious lemon ice cake. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. It it's I rarely indulge in such things, but um but wow was that an experience. Uh I mean I, I was that was special. It was special. And David is, you know, David has real for for it being a multinational twenty billion dollar company, David takes inordinate pride in Starbucks. Like he acts as though he's part owner of Starbucks. He loves it so much. Like he walks us in, he leads us there. He does the whole thing where, like, we order. He he very very sweetly pays paid for Mario and my stuff with his card. You know, he's got that that high David badge thing on his phone. He's like, doo doo, you know, hooks us up and all. But uh, you know, we hammered that. Got to, in spite of there being drag ass, we got to the con on time. Saturday, <laughs> which was cool. Um, which was important to me. People be, waiting be, waiting to pay for their parking first of all, and then the line that went on for hours. Pray. On right. Saturday, what'd you do Saturday? Vince, there I were people in the heroes. Vince, there were people. We were we were we left at two o'clock to grab a bite to eat a lunch. There were a thousand people in line outside the ninety-five degree weather, waiting to get in to buy a ticket. Oh, can't have that. We were literally walking past people saying, "Go home." 
Yeah. You're going to get in this con at 4 o'clock. It closes at 7. Look, look like, it's, it's that their parents never heard of the internet to pre-order. Exactly. Yeah, never pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Saturday, I had I had to call Audible because Stringer, Mario, and, and Dap wanted to get something to eat outside of the con, yeah, yeah. and it was mad because you know Saturday is a crowded day. Stupid busy. Yeah. It was stupid busy, so I was like, I'm out, y'all. I went back in. Um, I couldn't I couldn't fathom the thought of being off the con floor for an hour and a half during the uh, the that's, hard game time. So that, that, that's Jason's thing. It's like, listen, I'll excuse me, I'll go get something to eat if if my um if my jam pieces are out there. So I know that they're getting worked on while I'm eating. If he has, if he has art in his portfolio that's not being worked on, then he can't have it. He, it it's like I gotta, I, yeah, no. It, so it's not. So yeah, not to not to dwell on the the original art thing uh, any more than we already have. But I was thinking as I saw all Jason's stuff coming up. What was that? Um, you that's, my wife. that's my freaking wife calling me oh, on the phone. And she knows. She knows. But anyway, it's, it's intentional. I, I almost can guarantee that. But anyway, as I saw um, Jason's pieces come flying up on the Facebook, I'm thinking, not you know, you are, in a sense, building a legacy. You know, we have the Mile High collection sure. of books and stuff. If you keep doing this for a good, you know, another 10, 20 years, you are going to have one of the landmark collections of original art. Well, that's cool of you to say. It's, it's going to, no, I'm, it's, it's, it's not cool. It's the facts. What, rivaling oh, Eric Larson's? Oh, damn. She's that calling second, all the phones. That is second oh, phone yeah. lines ringing in the house. The bat phone. Love it. Yeah, really. Suck it. I will say this, you know, it, I do feel, um, we've gotten to the, I've gotten to the point where, I am starting to be known by a lot of people. Like people, See? people do know who I am. All the dealers know who I am now for sure. Um, and, uh, it's pretty cool. In fact, it's to the point now where I was thinking about, um, there are fewer artists in Artist Alley now that I haven't gotten art from than I have, I think. <laughs> like, yeah, I would think at this point it, uh. No, a couple of decades from now you're going to hear the wood collection and, and most people uh, in, in the game are going to know exactly what you're talking about. Well, you guys will be a part of that inheritance if you outlast me, so. No digging. Touch by that, That's something to live. Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, but Dave Saturday, is building his own collection now too, so. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Saturday we, uh, yeah, Saturday was a blast and, and again it was the hustle, you know, it was a much more crowded day. Um, I, I would say there was one downer moment for me on Saturday and that was, uh, well, it, was it Friday, David? The, the meeting, meeting Mr. Zek? Was that Friday? No, that Friday, was right? Saturday. That was Saturday because I was going to, no, no, no. That was Friday because was Saturday Friday, I was yeah. going to bring my book in and yeah, he wanted Friday. you to see him the next Saturday about the same time. Yes. Yeah. So since we saw him we, Friday. We it, listen, we keep it real on the show. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody the real story. Yeah. Um, you all know that uh, if you've listened to the show for a long time, we're all big fans of Mike Zek. We did a creator spotlight on him a while back. He's he's I think legit one of the he's one of the truly great creators that is not I think not often considered among the greats, and he should be. And he attended the show, and also in conjunction with his attendance, um, a special heroes conversion of his IDW artist edition uh, was present. I did not buy that because I pre-ordered the standard version, which should be coming this week, I think. Um, but in any event, I, I was stoked. I have never met Mike Zek before. Um, I own a page of Power Man of his art, um, you know, and, and just a massive fan. And just before the con, because I knew I was meeting him, I actually bought from another art collector 
um, who was selling some of her collection, a Wolverine commission of for, that Zek did for her last year at a con. So I had two pieces. I was really excited to meet him and and uh, and and get that stuff signed. But more importantly, as I mentioned, I, I I reach out to most of these creators ahead of time, and and I had a very a se- several very nice email exchanges with Mike, um, discussing our show, and I you know I sent him some links of our when we did the spotlight on him, and he seemed very very flattered by that, and uh, you know expressed how much of a fan I was, and I showed him my jam pieces on comic art fan and mentioned that I knew that, that, that Jerry had had the great fortune of having him to draw on two of his jam pieces and what an amazing job it was. And it would be an honor if he would do the same for me. And uh, he seemed very, very receptive to the whole thing. And he said, you know, sure, I don't usually draw at the cons, but I remember Jerry and I, I your your pieces look neat and, you know, swing by with the pages. It'll be great to see that. You know, I haven't seen some of that artwork in years. And, uh, you know, so I, I did that. So I, I went on Friday and, and, um, and first of all, you know, it's one of those things where, his art dealer was at, there was a line, his art dealer was charging you to pay for a signature, yep. which again, whatever, you know, Neil Adams does that. I'm not, it, it's, it's a little silly in my opinion, but whatever, that's fine. So I, I paid to get in line for a cue so he would sign my art and, you know, I went up and, and again, this isn't like I'm cold sort of intro. It was, we had three or four email exchanges over the last month or two, including one this past, the past, the week of the con. Um, and he just wasn't having it. Like he was just, I don't know if it was just he was tired, maybe somebody put in a bad mood, but he just was giving me no positivity whatsoever. Um, it wasn't it 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 wasn't as bad as say Rich Buckler, but it was kind of on that level. <laughs> <laughs> that right. I mean he wasn't like nasty, but he right. just wasn't into it. It was very much by the numbers, like, oh yeah, hi, and he signed it and it was you know, again, mentioned to him, hey, as I told you on the emails, you're you're one of our time favorites. It was a privilege to to know your work, and you know, and and again, I, I get that these guys probably hear that a lot, and so it's 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 probably hard to take that kind of compliment and have some stunning overreaction to it. But but um, it was just one of those things, and 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 I don't know how to explain it other than to say that the 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 energy of the conversation was so blah that even though he agreed. In the conversation for me to swing by Saturday morning, um, with my jam piece and he'd probably, or he'd probably take it home that night and work on it. I didn't even bother the next day. I didn't don't bother. I didn't, I, I didn't bring didn't the punishment right, book. Cause, yeah. Cause my thing was like, well, here's what's going to happen, right? If I do bring it back and he draws in a great and all, and I'll like it, sure. But, but what if I bring it back and he either doesn't or I bring it back and he, he like cr- kind of craps it out, right? Which I, I don't. Oh, yeah. The, the energy or lack thereof would definitely exactly. filter into and the drawing. I'm going to be yeah. super bummed because he is one of my all time favorites. So I just, I left it at that. I said, you know what? I got to meet the man. I, I got to walk a mile in his shoes. Maybe he's having a crap day, whatever, you know, but I, I still got to thank him. I still got him yeah. to sign my art and I still got to shake his hand. And that's, yep. that's about all you can ask for. So yeah. left it at that. Again, a minor complaint. Not, this was not a, like a horrible experience where he was a dick or anything like that. It wasn't like that. It just was, you know, it just wasn't. It wasn't the, 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 the aha moment, you know, where you come away and you're just totally stuck. Right. So, well, with, but it, was, it wasn't the right time. With, with yeah. me, it, it was, I brought Punisher, Return to Big Nothing, so in the hopes that, that he would sign it. And when it didn't, you, well, you, you guys remember the text story and, and, and Renee, Renee Wittestetter is, is pretty much 
running the show over there at, at, at that block. So she has, she has Golden. She had, uh, there was no text this year, but she has, she has Golden. She has, uh, she had Zach. She had a few guys there all, all ready to go and, and doing their thing. And, and it's like $3 if it's an unwitnessed signature or five bucks if, if it's witnessed for CGC or, or anything like that. But, um, I brought the book so I could meet the guy like Jason, shake his hand, tell him how much I enjoyed his work over the years and, 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 I want that good experience. And, and after meeting him Friday and I did, I, I shook his hand, thanked him for all the stories he, he provided. And, uh, I left it at that cause I wasn't going, I thought about bringing my book back on Saturday to wait on that line just to have him scribble a signature. It, it just, it wasn't, it, it wasn't worth it for me. I brought, I brought the three black sad books and that's a whole other nightmare and, and headache, but I eventually got those signed, uh, Saturday evening before the, um, before the show closed on Saturday. Um, and, and Guancho, he'll, he'll do a sketch of Black Sad in, in the book. Uh, if you have more than one book, he'll, he'll just simply sign or personalize the, uh, the remaining volumes. Um, but that, that didn't, take away from my enjoyment of black sad or, you know, and, and he was happy to, to see you once, you know, you were up there in front of him and, and he was, he was signing your books. Um, it was a different, uh, interaction with Guantra than it, than it was with, with Mike Zek. I'm just going to think fondly on, on whether it's Craven's last hunt, whether it's secret wars, whether it's, it's, uh, Issues of G.I. Joe where he did the covers or, or the issues of Deathstroke that, that I'm still reading on Comixology again. Uh, he is, he is a favorite of mine, but it was not a, um, it, it, yeah, like, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll let go, Jason. It was, if, if anything, it was the, one of the sour moments of the weekend. You'll get another chance. And, and it could have been a, a million different it could things. Have been. That, it absolutely that had him could have been. Which is, you know, that's what I say. I don't want to. I don't want to besmirch the guy. Like you said, no, I just, right. But you know, our show is real, and and it was a phenomenal weekend. It was one of my favorite weekends I've had in a long time. And ninety eight percent of it was awesome. But I'd be lying if I didn't want to say, you know, there are a couple things that maybe go to fuck. And this is one of them. So, um, you know, well, you, you, it, cons are a grind on our side of the table. I can only imagine what they're like on the the, sure. the, the artist side. So I would not. And you have, I mean, if you look at somebody like Norton or Scotty or Brownie, and and they're their own person manning their table, and 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 Scotty is always happy to see everybody. I mean, even if he's not, even yeah. if inside he's like Jesus Christ, another fucking hand. You know, it he whether he's seeing a kid or some dude who's coming up with like you know three books for him to sign. Scotty is always happy to do that, and. It, it's, it's a great feeling. And, and I don't, you know, I don't know what it's like to, maybe if Zach was on his own doing his thing, it'd be different. I don't know what it is, you know, when you have somebody going, okay, well, he's only got this much time to do this. It, I don't know if I, you go to Scotty hey, produces and, more endorphins and, than most people, well, like more, more than three people, I think. But it, it's whether, um, Mateo Scalera or Dave Johnson or anybody that, that's over at the Essential Sequential booth. That, that Jason's overseeing. I mean, they're always, they're always at their head down and they're working, but there's still a smile there when, when you do get up to their table. And, and I don't, you know, I just, but it might have just been, listen, it, it's hot. I don't, you know, I've been sitting in the seat 
for a few hours now. I need to get up and stretch my legs, and that ain't happening. It, it could have been right. a million things. So yeah, and and what's the commonality? Commonality? Commonality of all the things you mentioned? They're all young guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. Zach has been Zach's doing been, it for yeah, that's been ever. around the block. So no doubt, it could be yeah, a zillion different things. Yeah. Um. So I mean, Saturday we we uh, kept it low key on the dinner front because we wanted to um back for the art auction. So we uh, oh. we had hit it to five guys actually. We opened to five guys. Because, David loves that. No, but see, this is the thing. We because like like Jason said, he he grabbed the burger inside the convention from the concession stand. Um, Mario and I and and, and Stringer, we went. Um, Stringer and I had the Panera on Friday with Renee. I, I don't. I guess he wasn't feeling that again, so we went to um, we went to Carolina Ale House, which is 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 like a Friday's or or a, or a Chili's or, or Applebee's where they got the burgers, they got the wings, they got whatever. Um, I so we getting art. Yes, and and Jason was you know, doing his thing. We were actually just kind of trying to enjoy each other's company and being around people, and uh, and and so we um we we uh we had lunch there, and while we were having lunch, it the sky opened up. It poured before we finished eating lunch. The rain had passed. It was sunny again, and it was so hot that you can't tell it even that, that any rain had touched the ground. Um, it, it reminded me of Florida a lot, but it was um. And then we, uh, we left the ale house. We went back to the convention. Um, actually no, Jason, Jason was still at the con. Stringer stayed behind. He was going to take his time, probably going to get some digits. And then, uh, Mario and I went to, um, CVS so I could grab Jason some Diet Dr. Pepper and, and oh, my boy. <laughs> That's all my man wanted. Did you get stepped on on the con floor being so small? <laughs> so he was, he, uh, he, uh, wow. He's so sweet. <laughs> so he, uh, we, we, we grabbed that. I, I came close to buying some more wine, but we just, we, we, um, cause I, I can't get over the fact that I can fucking buy wine at CBS. And then, uh, um, went back to the hotel so I could throw the DDP in the, in the fridge. Um, take a load off for a couple minutes before heading back to the con so I could bring my books so that, uh, Guanjo could sign Black Sad. Which is another great thing about, you know, the Westin being across the street from the convention center. And, and if we were at the Hilton, just right up the block, um, was that you don't have to lug everything with you all the time. You can run back to, it's very much like, um, Wizard World. And, and if you have to drop it like it's hot. You can... That is true. Yes. Yes. If you needed to, you know, squeeze one off real quick, but it was, um, oh. rub one out. So it was, <laughs> uh, it was, um, you had, uh, so we went back to the hotel for a second Went back to the con floor for uh, for the last couple hours, and um, and then we uh, we we did we we were just kind of um, finishing up on Saturday so that uh, we could completely do everything we needed to do so that Sunday could be the 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 last last minute rush or making sure everybody who had um, Jason's jam pieces would would have it ready for. Um, for Sunday, and uh, there were also a couple artists which uh, it was which baffled me, boggles my mind how Jason would have email interactions with, with with people weeks before the con, and then finding out like not even like by Sunday afternoon that they hadn't started working on his commissions, and that 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 made True. me love it. 
it, I was, I, I, I props to Boo for, for just being, you know, keeping it together. But I was, I was not happy about hearing any of this. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, so then Saturday we, um, we were, we, because we did have the big lunch, or at least the three of us did. Um, but we needed to eat something just to get us through the auction because I was just, I had my mind on, on the diner. I did not want to fill up on dinner now. Knowing that we had a dinner looking forward to. So, um, so yeah, so we, we, uh, cause again, for whatever reason, all of a sudden these guys have little candy feet and can't walk more than a couple blocks. So we needed to get an Uber uh. to go a couple blocks to, uh, to five guys, which apparently they were all happy to remind me that, that for me, Panera is ground zero. I'll be able to tell you exactly where everything is, where it is. Depending on where Panera, we should get sponsors from Panera. This motherfucker loves Panera. <laughs> it's not that I love it; they were there. They were there when they were far enough away where people weren't lines out the door, like fuel. Never pizza. saw a store that uh, made more money off of bread. Seriously, bread and salad. Uh, so it's fiercely loyal to his favorite he stops. Is. He is loyal to no. And my friends. So we had the uh, we Ubered up to um because because God was his pilot. We went not his co-pilot. But his pilot, we, we Ubered up to, uh, to five guys and first time ever, I did not get fries. I didn't even get a burger, but I did not get fries at five guys. I got a, I, I got a hot dog. Um, everybody had, and their hot dogs are great. They split them down the middle. They, oh, I love their hot dog. Uh-huh. I, I can write a fucking thesis on their hot dogs. So they, wow. that's like when you mess them up in the microwave, how they split. Them. Don't, don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> so we, um, and then we Ubered it back and had a nice little sightseeing tour of, uh, of. Oh my God, no. <laughs> And then we, uh. Dude broke it down. Was he give us the history of Charlotte, man? <laughs> so, so then, then we, um, went back to the hotel for a minute and, uh, went down to the auction. We were there for eight o'clock because that's when it was supposed to start. Or that's when oh we my God, dude. It's, they made the switch. So like normally the auction they have all these walls up in the room and and the the, the auction is the art is filled the walls are filled right for some reason I don't know if they just didn't have as many donations this year or whatever the walls were maybe two thirds filled now, I don't know if that had anything to do with what ensued but they start off and they're like okay everyone welcome to the auction hall so as many of you know blah 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 so and so has been making this documentary about heroes con and comics collecting for since 2011. And so the way it's going to work tonight is we're going to show you a little preview of the documentary and then we're going to get the auction underway. And we're all like, ah, oh, it's cool, whatever, you know, blah, blah. So we're like, we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. Oh, but Start first our- they gave us the, um, they gave us the winners of the Inkwell Awards, which for the first time took place on Friday night. So Bob Almond went up and, um, broke down all the, all the winners for the, um, the Inkwell Awards that happened the previous night. Nobody cares about that. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's anchors. So then you had, um, and then we had a few people who, um, who broke down how the night was going to go. Um, the auction, take a time, t- take time out for, um, moment of silence for those that have left us over the past year. And then, uh, and then finish up. But first here's a preview keyword preview of this documentary that's been worked on. That's just about ready. Right. How long was the document? How An was hour. hour. Get out. It was, it was pretty much minutes. the documentary. <laughs> Dude, and, and I kept saying, if this is a preview, how long is this goddamn movie going to be? It's going to be on Blu-ray. This, this was my thing. You are 
This is like when you're when you're watching Animal Planet and they tell you to to donate to the ASPCA or you're you're preaching to the choir. We're we're here at Heroes. We're here at this auction for Heroes. We probably would have bought this documentary or at least we're aware of it, but but now you're we're 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 kind of being held hostage and watch and and because yeah. the auction is not starting until the documentary is over. Well, somebody's probably. But when Jay, oh, and it, and it was, it, it, there, there was some talent involved in, in making it. It was, it was, it, it's a sharp looking production. Some. Jason went up to get to, uh, to get something to drink and, and he's on his way back in. He, he asked about, you know, so what's, is, is, I thought the auction was starting at eight o'clock. Apparently the people in, involved in this were told that the auction starts at nine. And that the preview was supposed to last until the auction starts at nine o'clock. Yeah. So you know the, the auction we knew what to expect this year more than last year, and um, and and you, know, you get a chance before the auction to look at all the pieces and see what you might want to have, and and uh, and they go in order from left to right, so you, you can you can kind of get a sense of okay, the thing I want is in the middle of the, of the of the board, so I probably have an hour or two, and you can go and get drinks or whatever, and kind of meander back in, but but um, but it was fun. I, it it. It's fun more from the sense of some of the shenanigans. Um, and look, some of it's a big dick measuring contest. I mean, there are a number of very wealthy people that attend this thing every year and they clearly have money. Money's no object, literally. And so it's, it's more about outdoing each other and putting on a show, but, but it's entertaining at times. I mean, some of the, the, the truly memorable moments were, um, there was an, an absolutely breathtaking, ginormous painting by Andrew Robinson of oh, Hellboy gorgeous. and, uh, the Scooby Doo, uh, the gang. Scooby Gang. Yep. Scooby Gang. Absolutely breathtaking, and uh, I know Chris Chris Campbell was planning on bidding on it. I was going to bid on it. I'm sure as many others were. That is until they <laughs> they they say, okay, here's the piece, and Scotty um, literally holds his bidding because it's an auction. You see all you all bidding numbers. He holds he walks up to the front of the room and holds his bidding number up, just like saying, "This is mine." Like, what are you going to do about it? Now, the cool thing about that was that um, I suspect that someone that knows him or is a friend and also has a lot of money wasn't just going to let him get away with it. So they started getting a bit of bidding war and to the point where, um, I think the bid got to like 3,500 bucks and Scotty was on his knees, like, <laughs> like, like faux crying. And he finally put it up and said 4,000 and, uh, and, and he won, he won the, the, the piece. So, so uh-huh. the crowd went nuts. So very entertaining. That's a cover for Scotty. Yeah. Well, no, exactly. And it was a great <laughs> piece. It really was. And, and the money goes to Shelton. And it's I know that big. Scotty's a big, big fan of Shelton and it's treated him well. Um, the the uh, a couple of other Scotty did a a, a Spider Gwen like a, a, a Scotty you know uh, a Marvel baby, baby type Gwen. of yeah. a baby Spider Gwen and that went for a, a boatload um but a couple of pieces went for huge amounts in the thousands um but the the story of the night and again just keeping it real um Mark Brooks who is a regular Heroes Con attendee and did not donate a piece last year for whatever reason but he is. He has, it's my understanding that he has in multiple years been the highest, um, his piece has been the highest bid piece in, in many years. That's been the case. He and Adam Hughes, I think both have, they were tied until this year for the record. Um, so Mark did a, I guess it was like 11 by 17, maybe 12 by 18. White, was it white, even that big? It was that big, I think. Yeah. But okay. it was a painting, uh, looked like an acrylic painting of the white queen. Now, and apparently, it's it's the last time Mark is painting Emma, like never n- never to be painted again. Right, and I guess the backstory is a certain a certain buyer that was in the crowd 
is a big Mark Brooks fan and also collects White Queen art. And so it had been something he had wanted from Mark for years. So, so Mark did that with some, some knowledge that this guy would really want the piece. But anyway, um, I mean, again, I'm just going to keep it real. The piece wasn't that hot. The, the piece was, in my, in my opinion, you can Google it. It's on Facebook. I think Mario, Mario posted a picture of it on Facebook. It's, it's also um, on Mark's Instagram. And, and today Mark posted on Instagram a, um, a picture of, of, um, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel through the years, Carol Danvers. Uh-huh. And it, it looks tons better. Than the White Queen piece that went for fifteen grand. Well, yeah, I think the piece is nice, but it's not final bid nice. You've seen that? Oh, you've seen the piece? Yeah, yeah it's. I mean, it's not. It, it is. I mean, if I, again, certain quality. I guess it's all. It's all. I. I. I personally wouldn't have paid more than a couple hundred bucks for it, right? Because I think I could commission someone to do that kind of exact thing for that. But whatever, that's irrelevant. What's What's relevant? What makes it worth being a story is that this was a piece that was coveted by a number of bidders who had deep pockets. And the fucking thing went for fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, And um, look again, it's not so much about whether we think it's worth the money. The fact is, someone paid fifteen thousand dollars for this thing and set a new record. And it was fun to be there to see the record. Yes. If for nothing else, it was fun to. Shelton was going crazy, bear hugged Mark, and everyone was going nuts. And um, so that was entertaining. It truly was entertaining. Um. You know, the downside of the art auction is that um, some pieces resonate, some pieces don't. And part of it is, you know, is it an artist that's kind of in the crowd or in the crew and they know them? And uh, and I have found now for two years in a row um, that I end up being one of those guys that kind of price enforces, that I buy things that I like even if they're not in my main wheelhouse because I just think they're criminally underpriced. Yes. And that, that was the case for me this year. Um, you were probably shocked, Vince, to see that I bought a Dead Man piece. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have any affinity for for Dead Man, and I really own almost no DC art of any kind. But um, Kelly Williams, who is uh, a buddy and someone that uh, I met last year at Heroes and someone who did a phenomenal Serpent Society commission for me this year, uh, donated an absolutely breathtaking Dead Man painting. It, it is. It is, right? It's absolutely yeah. breathtaking. and. It just was going for a price where it was clear. Uh, it just was a, was a sin. I mean, I it, it probably would would fetch two or three times that price if you commissioned someone to do that piece for you. So so I bought that very happily, and I'm looking at it right now, and it's just gorgeous. And uh, again, I'm not a I don't have any predisposition to Dead Man, but I'm I'm thrilled to have this piece. And then I bought um, a Lee Weeks. Uh, his donation was. He did some art for a round of the Marvel trading cards, and this was three of the uh, pieces from the an X Men set. So it is, um, it's uh, it's Quicksilver, Luna, and Crystal in one. It is Magneto, and it is um, who's the last one? Uh, I have to forget who the last one is, but another X another X Men character. Um, but uh, I bought that as well. So um, I bid on a bunch of other stuff. But bidding just got too rich for me. There was an, an X23 by Ariella Christiana, mm-hmm. which was phenomenal. I really loved it. And I went up to, I think, 400 on it. But it went for 600 I think. And like I said, I bid on that thing for you, the Benton piece. Um, Campbell won a Francis Manipole Daredevil. Daredevil. Uh, <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, my, my, my friend Don Mock, another uh, avid art collector won a couple cool pieces. He actually won Wactor's piece, which 
No, putting aside the fact that we know Dave and he's a friend, I personally think that Dave's Swamp Thing that he donated was one of the best, if not the best pieces in the auction. I, cool. I, it was absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Um, and, uh, and listen, I, I, I would give anything to have an Art Adams piece, but Dave's Swamp Thing was nicer than Art Adams Swamp Thing. Or was Art Adams Man Thing? It was, uh, Art Adams Man Thing. Uh, either way, Wachter's Thing was better than Adam's thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so. but the auction was fun. You know, again, it was, we hung out for the whole thing mainly because it was entertaining. I mean, the shenanigans were entertaining. And then we made a beeline. Well, actually, no, we, we, um, we went, went to back to the Westin hallways and we, um, we ended up chatting with a bunch of people for a bit and actually ended up talking hip hop with, uh, Scotty and Latour and, uh, Sanford, uh, Sanford Green and, uh, George Haig and a couple other dudes for a bit. And then we bounced to the, to the midnight diner where we had the most wonderful experience last year. And it was myself, Dap, Mario, Stringer, Stringer's buddy, whose name escapes me, uh, where he was, he the played guy he was staying with for the weekend. Um, Campbell, Tom, King, and Daryl. And, uh, we got there and just like last year, there were police man in the door. And we saw probably the most diesel female cop I've ever seen. She could have whooped all her asses. Um, she had tribal tats. Stringer was talking to her. He's like, I don't, I haven't seen too many chicks with tribal tats like this, but, um, and, uh, we met Angela, the awesome hostess with the mostest. Yes. And, uh, she was an absolute ridiculous character. The one downer of the whole experience was that apparently the new manager banned the twerking that we so much loved last year. So there was no more music and twerking. But it was still a hell of a fun evening. Um, we probably sat around chatting with Angela for about 40 minutes till our table was ready. And then we had a big old Brefix late night. Had some grits. <laughs> had some, 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 some pancakes. And some Has sausage. Oh, some hashy bees. It was great. Uh, and really what hooked that up human, and get home. Huh? What kind of a human being bans twerking? I don't know. Well, the, the way it was explained is that, especially when it comes time for third shift, you, People were acting like the diner was a club and, and they didn't want to leave. And their whole thing is it's two in the fucking morning. We got to turn around. We, we, we got, we got people to feed and you hanging out here is, is basically impeding that. So we, we, I, I, I get it, but, uh, especially on a Saturday night and you know, you, you get a whole mix of, there's a, um, there's a strip, there's a strip club called Uptown right next door practically. Allegedly. Um, yes. And, and I, so there are, um, there were a couple of people in the corner, sitting in the corner booth who were kind of questionable. There may have been some walkers of the night. Allegedly. So there are, um, yes. So, uh, they do serve everyone. And, uh, and that means you kind of have to take everyone into consideration and, uh, you can't bust out the twerking if, um, if you know, this dude's trying to get back in his truck and make a living, if this person's trying to get back on their corner and make a living, whatever. So, uh, allegedly. So you have, um, I, I get it. it. It was a bit of a downer. And, and where we were that night, actually, where we were last year, um, it was, I guess, better for the twerking. This year, where we were around the corner, uh, we were kind of, Sequestered. We weren't really in the mix as much as we yeah, were. Yeah, we were a little more secluded. Um, 
And then still... at 2 a.m., Angela, she comes out. She goes in the middle of the oh, diner. She's awesome. just, she screams. She's like, let me have your attention. <laughs> and the whole place is quiet. She's like, now, I want you all to listen. If you got an order out and you ain't got your food or you're still eating, I'm not talking to you. But if you already ate, you got empty plates or you done paid your bill, it's third shift and you got to go. You're like, oh, Fuck out. sucking now. Yeah, it was great. It was great. She, she was, was, she was, and, and, you can and see her. She's a Long Island see, girl. Some, she's a Long Island girl. And there's a picture of uh, her with us in the uh, the Facebook streams of uh, I know, I know, I know. I posted it. I think Daryl posted it. I think Chris posted it. I don't know if you did, David, but there's definitely a few friends with any of us you can see Angela. Oh my lord, dude, that's gonna hurt somebody. Yes, Commissioner Gordon. That's your son asking what time he has to go to bed. <laughs> that was, no, it's not. It's like, no, dad to go to he, bed, maybe. He's got the headphones on. He's knee-deep in the Xbox by now. Oh, nice. That friggin' man. So, yeah, but anyway. you know, Saturday was late night. And then Sunday, you know, Sunday's kind of this quasi-love-hate day, right, where you, 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 know you, have, the, yeah, you have the full day, and, and we were there the full day because none of us had to leave all that particularly early. I had a late flight. These guys had, uh, you know, the, the, uh, David ended up, since Renee drove him to Charlotte, well, yeah, that, he that rent, yeah, he was going to rent a car back, but I, he ended um, up getting hooked up with 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 Cliff and Justin, who live nearby where where David's dad lives, and so he ended up taking a road trip and commuting back with them up there, which or over there, which which worked out well. But we ended up, you know, we all were there on Sunday. We did our did our round million, you know, million rounds, say goodbye to everybody, you know, pick up last pieces of art, hug it out. We did some souvenir shopping. Um, you know, uh, I did not, hmm? did not get my, uh, did not get my mage number one. Didn't find a mage number one. Nobody had it. We did find some kick-ass Legos though. Yeah, Our we did. Legos. Well, actually some bootleg Legos. So there's this company in China <laughs> called Decool, D-E-C-O-O-L. And, uh, th- these are not your, your grandma's bootleg Legos. These are pretty much high-end customs that look just like Marvel, ca- well, not just Marvel, but, but, but characters, licensed characters that they mass produce now. And I'm a little mixed to be on it because I don't like the idea of supporting a bootlegger of Lego since Legos are so important to my family and like my kids love them. On the other hand, the figures are freaking dope. <laughs> I mean, they're legit. I mean, you would never know these aren't real Legos. I mean, they're really well constructed. And I succumbed to the fact that I wanted to put smiles on my son's faces. So we hooked it up. I mean, and the dudes were selling them on Sunday for, um, well, the one guy was selling them for four for 20. And then the other dude who Carl Story, the inker, ended up turning us on to was selling them for six for 20. And I'm talking about some sick ass figures. I got a blue furred beast. Got Dr. Strange up in here. I mean, there was a rhino. There was a Hulkbuster. There was a whole Fantastic Four, including an oversized thing. I mean, uh, there was a yellow gold Deadpool. Um, it was bananas. It really was been. <laughs> I, I can't have these, but I gotta have yes. them. I had to have them. I succumbed. I succumbed. Yep. And I tell you what, I've never, I brought them home and my kids lost their shit. Because, <laughs> like, just to be clear, I mean, we have an insane number of Legos in this house and any money they procure for Christmas or the birthdays or graduation, they always buy Legos with that shit. And, and, and they have, much as I did with the Hasbro catalog back in the day with G.I. Joe, they have every Lego ever made memorized. They're on websites all the time looking at customs. They buy custom like weaponry and helmets and shit from like Brick Forge all the time. They're all up on the whole scene. And 
it's therefore impossible to surprise them with something that they didn't already know existed. And when they saw like Blueford Beast and fucking Giant Venom and Galactus, they lost. I mean, they pretty much shat their pants with excitement. I mean, they, <laughs> they couldn't handle their life that they were so. And I did it right. I did it right. That knows. I bought. It was it, you. Could, I bought twenty two for me. Which Vince, you want to guess which two I kept? Gold Deadpool. Uh huh. Um, did you get a Domino? They don't. Ah, please, yeah. Domino by seventeen of them. Uh, no, a Blue. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna get Beast. And then I bought eight. So then the other eighteen I got for them, and they had a draft when I got home. Oh shit! Three sons, so they got draft, serpentine draft. And, uh, they drafted figures. Oh, and there was like, there was a Scarlet Witch and a Quicksilver. There was yep. Reverse Flash and, and there was black, like black costume Reverse Flash, yellow costume Reverse Flash, main Flash. There was an awesome Hawkeye, cause there's a, there's a bunch of Hawkeye's legit Lego sets, but the, the, the movie Hawkeye's, there was a, this was a, a, a Avengers purple costume Hawkeye. Nice. Um, uh, it was great. The Doctor Strange is phenomenal. I'm pretty sure David got one of those too. Yep. yep. It was yep. A, it's a phenomenal minifig. Um, so yeah, That's huge, huge, huge get on that on Sunday. Um, ended up Sunday was the art buying day, like meaning the original art, the pages art. So we all, we looked through Paolo's catalog at Cadence, looked through a bunch of stuff, uh, at some other tables, um, uh, bought a couple pages, two, three pages from different people. Uh, you know, then said our goodbyes and, and made our way. And then I'll let David talk about his commute home. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I don't even hear about, I haven't heard about that, but I ended up at the airport and, uh, Bunch of flights were delayed because of inclement weather, so I ended up having, uh, even though I went to the airport by myself, I ended up at a bar with Mario, Ryan Brown, and Norton, and we just ended up having a couple of yinglings, uh, for an hour or two waiting for our flights to, to, to show up. So, uh, phenomenal weekend, man. And, um, you know, I got a bunch of shout outs and I'll go through what art I got, but, uh, but I'll, you know, Dave, we'll talk about your commute maybe. You're driving, then we can, you should give some shout outs. Yes. Um, the uh it worked out with um as we were driving to Charlotte on Friday morning and and I had warned Renee about this drive because I did it last year at night in the dark um as night tends to be and it is a um it's not it it's very much like driving through Indiana where it's just long and there's nothing to look at. And it's just miles and miles of road. And, um, Renee was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to do this on, on Sunday coming back to get you. And I says, I expected that. So I figured I would, um, I hit the airport with Jason and Mario when they leave and, and, uh, rent something from there because there's a, um, there is a Hertz kiosk at the uh, there's a hearse counter at the Westin, but they're not open sunday so i would have to rent something saturday and eat that day for rentals so i was like well fuck that so i um i figured all right well then i'll go to the airport rent something there drive back to dad's and drop it off monday morning um when i mentioned that to cliff because he lives in raleigh he and justin live in raleigh and and that's only a half hour from dad they're like well dude then just don't rent something and and ride back with us and and my big thing is i don't i don't like the last day of cons which was the main reason why i was so 
hyped for us driving to Chicago because that means come Sunday, the con's not ending. And we still have another eight fucking hours in the car where we're just hanging out. So I was like, all right, that's cool because now it means the con's not ending when we all leave Charlotte. And, um, they, uh, they're, they're cool dudes, man. Seriously, they are, um, they're just, we were just bullshitting about a few things. We talking about life and what we all do, uh, as far as work goes and things like that. But, um, you know, we, we, um, we were just having a, a grand old time. They didn't go to the auction Saturday night. So, uh, I got to give a, uh, pretty much a rundown of, of the events from the previous evening. Um, they told me about this, uh, while we were at the auction, there was apparently a bridal party that came into the Weston bar um, and kind of had their own preconceived notions about con goers and, and oh, where's everybody's costumes and, and the whole snobbish, oh, you're a geek kind of attitude, which they eventually ended up turning around into somewhat of a, of a kumbaya moment. But they they had a um, we were kind of just all between the three of us, three of us talking about the the weekend and um and what had happened and, and Justin, um, he bought some original art from Paolo. He, uh, he left with a, uh, with a Harbin page, I think from seek no, uh, from agents of Atlas and, um, and, and Cliff left with a Tom Fowler page from, uh, Hulk season one. There was a Mateo Scalera page from, uh, the incredible Hulk, the Wade's, Hulk run, same, same, probably the same issue that Jason bought a page of art from, um, with the whole Western motif. But we were talking about everything and anything and, and the podcast and all sorts of fun stuff. So that was great. We, um, they brought me to Raleigh where, uh, where my father and, and, and Renee and my sister met us. Um, and that pretty much ended, uh, the con weekend. But yeah, I mean, between picking up the few books that uh, that I had promised people that I'd be picking up, finally picking up the page from Gonzo. Um, I picked up the Umbral pages on on Saturday when Jason picked up his jam piece, but it was a um, it really was a. I think Sunday was also when I when I spoke. I don't think it was Saturday. I think it was Sunday when I spoke to um, Matt Faisal about uh, Cynical Man. Talked about that for a little bit. Um, I picked up a comic strip from him. Uh, but the, uh, oh, Robinson, uh, Andrew Robinson had the, um, because he worked on that painting pretty much the entire day, the, the painting that, that Scotty won, um, he was kind of backed up on his, uh, his commissions and, uh, and what, um, what he had planned to do on Saturday. I, I dropped off the fifth Beatles early Saturday morning, hoping that, uh, Andrew would have it done. So I could, it didn't really matter. I didn't need it for Saturday. I just needed it for Sunday when we left. Uh, so finally that was done Sunday morning. And I think that's, he probably did it after, I'm going to guess that he did it shortly after he finished, uh, Jason's commission. Um, so that I was able to give to, uh, to dad when we got home Sunday. Um, let's see. There was, uh, oh, at the, um, Friday night when I was talking to the O'Briens, um, John and Mike, who Jason and I met last year at the auction, um, and they're with, uh, Frank Comics. They, um, they introduced themselves last year. They came up to the table. I, uh, talked to them for a little bit while, um, while I was talking to, uh, 
to John and, uh, and Tim. And, um, it really was a, it, it, it was a fun time. I mean, as much fun as you have on the convention floor and, um, for Jason, it was pretty much working. Whereas I was just trying to kind of see people. Um, it was a, uh, it really was a blur. And, and the fun parts were, were after I was pretty much just like last year. I mean, last year we kind of had a, a, a game plan. J- Jason knew what he was doing. Um, I was here just to kind of say that I finally been to heroes, but it, it was the, uh, just like last year, it was the, the diner and the auction and, and, um, and just hanging out afterwards downstairs with everybody. Um, cause that's where it really is. Saturday night was, was nuts between, um, Scotty holding court and you had, um, Campbell and company off to the side and, and they were all chatting about things. It was a, um, it, it's great to just kind of stand back and look at everything and, and see, um, different clicks break off. And, and even when they all come together and, and, and chat about everything, it was a, uh, it was cool. I was bummed that Scotty wasn't going to be there Sunday. They, they had, uh, he and Casey, um, had to leave Sunday afternoon so they weren't at the show at all on um on sunday but it was a uh i think it was it was a very successful very productive um and and a damn fine convention i uh it, it was my second heroes and, and i i'm gonna make the third next year so and, and we have to we have to figure out the logistics i don't know if um renee might come for the entire weekend or or, or how it'll work out but we're well, we have a few months to discuss that, but I, I am a big, big fan of Heroes Con. Now, you are leaving out the thing that made me the most proud of you this weekend. What's that? You were lucky enough to find a, uh, a copy of what I call <laughs> one, one of the all-time best single issues ever published. October 1974. You came home with an issue with a copy of comics book number one. And he did. And I saw that on the feed and I'm like, I was beaming. I was David. That's my boy. It's true. He bought it. And where did you get that? Wait a minute. Did he get bounced? Can't be getting bounced when I'm, I'm praising him. Wait, he's, oh, he is disconnected, isn't he? He got bounced. But anyway. Damn. Yeah. Ace Hole Midget Detective. That, that is like, if I had to name my five favorite stories of all time, that would be in the five. And, and David came home with it. There you go. And he got, he got killed. Is it fate that he would, um, get knocked out of Skype as I was praising him? Could be. It's true. What is this? I don't know. It's cray. Oh. You'll have to hang out. So why don't you tell them? No, he'll he'll be back. Why don't you tell him about what you got? All right, yeah. So I'll go over some of my art hall. So it was it was it was a big it was a big weekend. Um, I'll start with the jam pieces. I got uh, twenty four jam squares done. What? What? That's less than last year. I know you finished the Inhumans page. I finished a bunch of pages, so I'll go through them real quick. Um, Starting through. So, well, first of all, let me talk about the X-Men page. So my first ever finished jam piece was my X-Men jam. And about three years ago now, two years ago, 
Um, I had a white queen done by Terry Moore, the incomparable Terry Moore. But as we have often joked, uh, I didn't express to Terry at the time that I wanted it inked. And so he drew it in pencil, and it was my only penciled jam piece square. And although the X-Men page has been quote-unquote done for some time, I have longed to get Terry to ink over Emma for a number of years now. And uh, every time I see him, he unfortunately says he didn't bring his inks. And then I joke, well, can you promise that you'll bring your inks next time? And he laughs and says, maybe. And he never does. So I don't remember who it was. I think it might have been David, or but someone suggested to me not too long ago, why don't you consider having an inker ink over it? <laughs> and, um, you know, for a while I was against that because Terry doesn't have ink. Well, Terry inks himself, right? So I just was like, well, I don't, you know, it's not like people ink Terry, but, but, um, but, you know, there, there was, it was, I was open to the idea. And then we were chatting with Brian Hurt this weekend, who did an awesome, um, mockingbird for me. And we were relaying the story to him and he said, well, why don't you get someone to ink over Terry's ink pencils? It's easy enough. So we, we thought about who was there at the show that were, that were inkers and, um, you know, Mark Morales was there and Dexter Vines was there and a number of other, uh, very, very highly competent, uh, ink masters. Um, but then we saw that Carl Story was there and I had never met Carl before, but I'm a big fan of his work. Most recently from a, from a modern perspective, his work on Buffy and over George Genty. And I just, uh, we said, well, why don't we see if Carl will do it? And Carl, like many artists, was full up for the weekend. He was inking a huge commission. But as we were chatting him up, he said, listen, as I think about it, I'm never going to get this giant commission finished in time. So if the, if the guy who bought this commission from me is cool with me taking it home and mailing it to him, I'll have some, some time on Sunday to take on some smaller things and I'd, I'd be happy to ink it. So long story short, uh, Carl inked over my Emma Frost, and so now it is a fully inked, finished X-Men jam piece, and it looks phenomenal. He did a great job. So it's a Terry Moore nice. slash Carl story. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so that so my X-Men jam, my X-Men jam is finished. Um, what other jams are finished? Yep, my Brotherhood of Evil Mutants had two spots left going into the weekend, and it was finished. We had um, uh, Mr. Gonzo did a Killer Destiny for me, full color. And, uh, and then we had, um, uh, Jason Wingard, uh, mastermind finished it off. Um, and David, I can't remember who did the mastermind. Do you remember? I can't remember now. Uh, it wasn't Jamie Jones. No, nope. wasn't, um, I think you had that set up on Friday. Yeah. Huh. Crap. I gotta go back through my list and see. Yes. Who did it? It's wonderful though. I feel bad not shouting them out. Hmm. It's disheartening that I can't remember. Oh, it was, uh, wasn't it Ron Salas? Yeah, it was Ron Salas. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Ron Salas did a great Jason Wingard. So finished my Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Then, um, I finished my Inhumans Jam. Which, much like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, I had two spots left going into the show. Um, and they were the two that I thought would be the last to go. Uh, one of them was Luna. And let's be honest, Luna is a little, a normal looking little kid and people yeah. aren't very keen to draw that. But, but Veronica Fish, who is an artist I had never met until this show, 
um, was kind enough to do an awesome Luna for me. Uh, and then Drew Moss, who also I met for at the first time for the show, although I had been internet friends with him for a while, finished it off with um, with the Unspoken, who is the uh, the leader of the Inhumans prior to Black Bolt. Um, really more of a nemesis to the family, but a member of the royal family. So he 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 was the final piece to the Inhumans puzzle. Um, my Young Avengers jam is the slowest going jam piece of all time. Um, I had one piece done at New York last year, which was a a Matt, uh, a Matt Kent vision, and so it was the rest was open. And then this con, I got one square done by Kevin Wada, who did a phenomenal job drawing speed. Um, but you know, in in fairness, Kevin had the piece for the entire weekend. So yeah. <laughs> a little bit slow on the draw, but worth it. In the end, it came out really well. So I can't, I, you know, ultimately the, the end product turned out. I finished my Excalibur jam piece. I had two spots left in that. And uh, I had Day Tripper uh, done by Gene Gonzalez. And then I had uh, Neron done by Jamie Jones. And um, Jamie Jones, by the way, he, he's... He's one of the, the the young bucks that I discovered this year that I think is going to be big, big time in a year or two. Um, on the Avengers Villains Jam, not finished, but I got three new pieces. Um, uh, we got uh, Stephen Green did a Kang. Mike Lilly did an unbelievable fully painted colored Thanos. It's a sight to be seen. Yes. And, uh, and then um, Sean Crystal. A uh, friend of the show and a member of the Essential Sequential crew did a phenomenal Ultron for me. Um, I finished my Weapon X jam piece. Um, I got a um, uh, Juan Gedeon, who I didn't even know was going to be at the show until we at, were at the show. You may um, remember his name, Vince. He's the guy that did the uh, Ghost Riders. Ghost uh, Racers. I mean, Ghost Racers, right. He did Ghost right, Racers. Right, right. So he did Silver Fox for me, and then... The last piece was a wild child by Mr. Mitten, Christopher Mitten. Did a wild child, so finished that jam piece off. Um, I finished my West Coast Avengers jam piece. I had three squares to go in that, and I ended up getting a Tyler Crook Scarlet Witch, a Kagan McLeod Hank Pym, and a Brian Hurt uh, Mockingbird. And a cool story about the the Brian Hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, some of my jams are black and white. Some of them are are Sometimes color, sometimes black and white, depending on what the artist does. And for some reason, the West Coast event, all color. And so with one square left, which was Mockingbird, uh, Brian Hurt did it, and he's a big fan of Mockingbird. But he's not a color. He doesn't do colors usually. So we were joking with him because he shares a studio with Matt Kent that um, after he was done, he he I, I see if I could get Matt to color it. And um, when I went back to pick up my Mockingbird, Brian said, "Oh, I don't have the piece. It's over on Matt's table. I gave it to him and told him to color it." So, uh, so Kent colored my Mockingbird for me. And what's what's cool is that Brian picked up reference. Yeah, at the show he bought some old issues of West Coast Avengers to make sure he got Mockingbird right. It's true. Um, and then Serpent Society, I have one square left to finish, but at the show I got a fair to Lance. Uh, I got um, uh, uh, Tula Lote did a uh, oh. did a asp for me, and uh, Alex Sanchez, who remember I talked about doing the fill-in issues on Electra for Mike Del- when Mike Del Mundo wasn't doing it. Um, I met him at Special Edition, but because I was with my boys, 
didn't have time to wait around for him to do a jam piece. And since he drew the Serpent Society in the Electra comic, um, he gladly did an anaconda for me on my Serpent Society jam. So I have one more to go there. Oh, and then uh, I, I forgot I actually got a Black Racer um, at the show as well from uh, Alessandro Maselli. So I got four pieces on that at the show. And then uh, last but certainly not least, my newest jam, which was the Cannonball Run jam piece, Fascinating social experiment. So every every like forty year old and above artist that we told uh, that I had a Cannibal Run jam piece, they plotted. They were giddy. They said, "Great idea! I want to do a spot. Save me a spot." Uh, Everybody like thirty five and younger that I mentioned Cannibal Run to blank stares. Like (laughs) tell them what Kagan's answer was. Kagan's response. Oh, well, Kagan asked if it was a movie, and then I was explaining it to him, and then I explained to him what, it, what the premise was about, and he's like, so it's kind of like Logan's Run. <laughs> I'm like, it's not anything like Logan's Run, actually. But that's cool. Either way, dude. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, <laughs> it's, it's fair to say that uh, the jam that was had us most beside ourselves with Glee, both myself, David, and Mario, uh, was... Cannibal Run piece. It started off with uh, Ryan Lee oh. doing Jack Elam, and uh, I just can't do it justice. Oh. It's 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 Jack Elam personified. It's incredible um, with the crazy giant eye and the in the needle and the, the, the big drunken face. Gorgeous. Then uh, stop right there. You could have just no. I know you're right about that. Then Norton did a Jackie Chan. Then Wachter did an absolutely spot on. It could be from an eighties movie poster. Jamie Farr as the Sheik. Yes, it's incredible. And then Matthew Roberts, who is the artist on Manifest Destiny, who Cannibal Run is one of his all time favorite movies, did a uh, Victor uh, Prism, aka Captain Chaos, uh, for me. So that piece is at the point now where the four they're on there are so good that this has to be very carefully curated. From here. <laughs> There's no room for error. Everyone has to be triple vetted. Yeah. They have to be a Cannibal Run fan. They have to be good at humor. And they have to be probably someone that I've gotten art from already and know that they can handle it. Um, Like Fowler is a natural for this, right? I mean, Fowler is a perfect one for this. He wasn't at the show, but. What's interesting is that, um, and Mario also made a mental note about this. You would think, Vince, that um, Ryan Brown, that Brownie would be up for this, right? Sure. Yeah, no. There are no, two things that, no. that he, he would do it. There are two things Ryan Brown hates when it comes to drawing comics. One is cars, not that there'd be a square with a car in it, but the other is likenesses. Yeah, they're tough. He's not a fan of likenesses. So they're tough. Uh he pretty much let himself out of the um yeah, he tapped out of the running. Uh, respect, Ryan. So respect. no, which is fine, which is fine. Yeah, because you don't want you don't want anybody half assed. So we do have to come to New York. We have to be very careful leading up to that. Oh, yeah. You know what would be the mm-hmm. crown jewel on that page? What? Jack Davis. Oh, <laughs> oh there's – well, I thought – I would love to have a Jack Davis. I think I would, oh! it would be great to have Art Adams do either Farrah Fawcett or Adrian Barbeau. I mean that would be great. I think Mannion could do a great Barbeau or, or – oh. or, um, Faucet, sure. right? I think that would be great. Um, the dude that does, uh, I forget his name, the one last year that was from Mad, that was doing the I was just going to say that. Yeah, the guy all the way at the end, he, yeah. would, be, he would be great for it. Tom Richmond. Yes. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so, right? I think so. 
Yeah, yes. So, and then I'll, I'll go through my other art pieces because they were, they were expansive but awesome. Um, uh, uh, Michelle Fifa, um, who is flatteringly a listener of the show because we were all going up to, to give him mad props over Copra and he listens to the show. So shout out to Michelle. He was doing this cool thing where, um, Mario actually was the first one to do it. He got a Doctor Strange, as David did mention. He had these really cool, uh, swaths of paper uh, about the size of maybe like two index cards and they had different color washes over them and his whole conceit was you pick a card based on the color scheme that you like and then you tell him a character and he'll draw a character over top of that wash and so he did a uh, a Hank McCoy for me a beast um, and then I'm just going to go I have a pile here I'm just going to go through them as I in no, in no particular order simply based on the order that they're stacked uh, a, a full giant awesome commission of Phantom X from Nathan Fox, who, by the way, was to David's point one of the ones who I had prepaid for the commission six weeks before the show, and then I show up at the show and the his dealer's like, "Oh, I forgot to put you on the list. No problem, though." And then Sunday morning, his dealer's like, "Oh, can we mail it to you?" And I'm like, "Nah." Son. I'm like, "Listen, I like I love Nathan. You're cool. It's been fun to deal with you, but real talk, like." If he can't do it, I just want my money back. And but to Nathan's credit, man, he killed it. He he worked on it all Sunday, and by the end of Sunday, he he came up with an awesome, amazing giant piece. So I I, I got nothing but love for him. Um, Ryan Bodenheim did a amazing Black Panther, but as our listeners noted <laughs> this week, I introduced myself as Gary, and that's because I didn't notice until after the fact Ryan signed it to Gary. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know. A little whiteout will fix that, but it is kind of funny. Um, but he's a black, a giant, a full size Black Panther for me. Um, uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Visions, uh, who is a, a young up and comer. He's done one, uh, one, uh, comic so far, one four issue miniseries, but he did his own interpretation of Black Panther for me. And, uh, another full size piece, phenomenal. Another one of the out of step guys. Um, one of the the the, the real eye popping pieces that uh, even people that I think were maybe skeptical of the of the piece until they saw it had to give it props uh, was Linsner's Domino. Um, it's it's just phenomenal. It's it's uh, it, it is something to see. Linsner absolutely killed the Domino. Um, a quiet dude, sort of an like a little of an odd dude socially, but but uh, he can yeah, draw his ass off. Um, the aforementioned Lee Weeks piece. So yeah, it's, it's Magneto. It is. Um, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Maximoff family. And then it is, uh, uh, what was Magneto's head acolyte's name? What was his name? Gideon. Yes. There you go. That's who this is. Um, the, I'm surprised that I knew that you didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. Fully painted, full color painted serpent society by Kelly Williams. Um, Sanford green did a full sized phantom X for me with awesome gray washes. Uh, I bought a page from Deadly Class, uh, from issue 10, page 14. Uh, and I definitely got some consultation from Paolo and David and Mario on this. I was hemming and hawing between a number of Deadly Class pages. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they all universally thought this is the one I should go with because it was a, a fully composed action scene that tells a story. So I, I, I opted for that one from, uh, from Paolo. Uh, pretty cool. I had fully intended to buy, um, a page or two from uh, Lamano del Destino from Gonzo. But as luck would have it, 
Um, there is this cool blog, which many people probably know, called the Ohatmu Redux, which is different artists submitting their versions of um, official handbook of the Marvel Universe characters redone. And Gonzo, as 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 the fates would have it, actually submitted one of his design for King Cobra. And since I happen to collect Serpent Society art, it was fairly the cosmic forces were aligned. So I bought the uh, I bought the art that, uh, from the Ohatmu Redux, uh, which is a full sized King Cobra commission, essentially, um, along with adjoining art. Um, Gonzo is also a phenomenally talented uh, tattoo artist, and so if you go to a hot Redux and look at the, the the page, just you can Google King Cobra Jason Gonzalez. Um, he he drew the character, and then he drew a King Cobra uh, tattoo stencil, and then he superimposed that on the chest of the character as well as in the background of the page. So it was a separate piece of of drawn art, though. So he gave that to me too as part of it. So very very neat. Um, Ryan Lee did a Beyonder commission for me and it is uh, the Beyonder playing with uh, mm-hmm. the Molecule Man and the Thunderer and standing on top of the Earth with uh, Eternity, uh, the cosmic Marvel being uh, behind him in the background. So totally, totally crazy and awesome. Uh, Steve Mannion, uh, who I think will be an annual thing where I'll get a piece from him. Last year mm-hmm. I got a blink from him. I mean, last year I got a domino from him. This year he did a blink for me. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, inked this time. He did a pencil for me last year. I got it inked this time. Um, Matt Kent did a commission of Phantom X versus Deadpool. And it's cool because it actually looks like it's upside down when you first look at it because he has them falling from a building upside down shooting each other. Um, but uh, really, really clever composition there. Uh, Drew Moss uh, which is, I posted it all in the internet, so many have seen this already. Did a Domino versus Mystique, where Mystique is morphing into Cable, so the Domino doesn't realize it's her coming to attack her. Um, I got a bunch of full-size pieces from the Essential Sequential crew, uh, not the least of which was a Andrew Robinson Domino, um, which uh, just couldn't I couldn't have asked for a better. I mean, it was exact in my if I pictured it in my mind beforehand. That's how it turned out. Um, from Carl Story, I bought a page from Buffy uh, Vampire Slayer Season 9, which I'm a big fan of that series, and I don't own any art of it. So it was uh, Carl on inks and George Genty on pencils. I got uh, It's from Issue 7, page 15, uh, a nice scene of, uh, of Buffy killing a vamp and uh, saving Xander's ass for the 10,000th time. Uh, Alessandro Maselli did a uh, Beast for me, a blue furred beast wearing a, an, an X-Men Avengers hybrid costume, which is very clever. One of the guys for all of you art collectors to look out for, because he's inexpensive right now but won't be for long, Jeremy Treese, T-R-E-E-C-E, did a spiral versus domino for me. And uh, he, this is one of those young guys that doesn't know how good he is yet, and I suspect in a year or two he will, so get on him now if you're uh, on a budget, because he's really affordable right now, but he won't be for long. Uh, Ryan Kelly, um, who had never heard of the character before, did a domino, which is breathtaking, gave her a little bit of a little, uh, little pumps in the bump, little, <laughs> little wiggle in the jiggle, it made her a little thick, which I liked. It's a nice little, little takeoff on domino. Um, Veronica Fish, who I mentioned did that jam piece for me, also did a domino commission for me. Uh, the other young buck for people to look out for, and this guy, I, I, much like Babs Tar was somewhat of an unknown last year and then is a household name this year, I'm calling my shot. This guy is going to be a household name next year. Um, 
if not by heroes, by New York Comic Con next year. His name is Jamie Jones. He just started working comics a year ago, right before Heroes, and talented. He gave us a copy. Uh, he, I don't know if he gave you a copy, David. He gave me a copy of his creator-owned book. I haven't read it yet, but I will re- read it and review it. Um, but he did a Phantom X for me. Um, totally breathtaking. My boy Mateo did a full-sized Archangel, an X-Force Archangel. So I had a theme. I had the essential sequential guys all draw um, uncanny X-Force characters. So Andrew Robinson did Domino. Uh, Mateo Scalera did um, this Archangel, and then Tommy Lee Edwards did a Phantom X. So um, there is a fourth, and that is um, Eric Kennedy. I commissioned to do a Psylocke, and uh, Dab was like my bulldog because Kennedy. Again, I paid for the commission a month in advance, and it was not it was not cheap. People on it was it was a fairly expensive piece, um, and I saw Eric on Sunday morning. And asked him about the piece, and he says, "Oh, I'm starting that next." <laughs> so, 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 needless to say, come toward the end of Sunday, he didn't have the piece. And uh, you know, to to Jason at Essentials, total credit, he said, "Listen, man, I'll give you four refund if you want." Um, but Eric overheard the conversation and came over and said, "Listen, I get it. I'm sorry, I don't have the piece, but um, and and you know, if you want the refund by all means, but if you if you're willing to wait, I swear to you in front of Jason Schachter, not me, I will have the piece finished." in his hands at San Diego and he can mail it to you. And I swear that if you let me take it home and do it, I will crush it for you. So I must admit, normally I would say no to this, but the prospect of an Eric Canetti piece where he's promising to crush it was too hard to say no to. So I'm putting my faith in Jason on this one, but I'm pretty excited at the prospect because every piece I've ever seen Canetti do while I realize they take a long time are just, breathtaking and i'm willing to wait for that one so i had to wait for that one but it is coming um i got an upcoming issue of run love kill is late we can blame jason that is true um i bought another page of infinite kung fu from kagan Hmm. because i hadn't seen him since new york comic-con a few years back when i bought that first page um and he's another dude that's way better than he realizes um getting back to jay gonzo for a second gonzo on Sunday, realized that I'm a Phantom X fan, and he's like, "Hold on a second. So he starts pulling out his his personal sketchbooks, flips through to a page, and in in a like years ago, he just for fun sketched a Phantom X, uh, an inked Phantom X drawing. So he gave that to me. He's just like, "Here you go, man. No one will want this more than you." Um, ben Caldwell did a domino for me, and then uh, last but certainly not least is the wonderfully painted Kelly Williams Dead Man. So a pretty a pretty expansive haul. I think uh, all told north of 40, maybe 45 pieces. So, <laughs> so a good week. A good week. Yeah. <laughs> you got more art in one weekend than I own, period. Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. probably true. That is probably true. So, yeah, so a fun weekend from the art perspective. Oh. Oh, I'm too exhausted. I'm, I'm not going to. Um, don't put your iPad near your MacBook because the magnet in the case of your iPad will put the MacBook to sleep. Oh, oh is that and that's what happened? Yeah. That's what happened. Oh. Um, since the MacBook has the, the magnet in it. So yeah, so it just oh. thought that it was, the case was closed. So do we want to do some shout outs? Um, well, I think J- Vince was going to mention comics book. I already did. But yes, you did, but uh, that was oh, also just, going just... to segue into uh, me spending a few minutes at the Ad House booth and talking to um, Chris Pitzer, who um, 
like I said, reminded me uh, that uh, Red Olive to uh, uh, Russian Olive to Red King was out and, and available. Yes. Um, and so the Eminens were at the at house booth. They uh, they had copies to sign. Um, when I picked it up uh, the, on Sunday, I picked it up Saturday, but on Sunday we were walking around the uh, the con, stopped by the ad house booth, and um, Chris is always thinking with a lot of things, but in this particular instance, um, because the Eminents were not signing at that moment, instead of people just using his table to pack their bags or assemble crap or just use his table for their personal use. Um, he empties out some of the boxes, short boxes he has and, and puts the books that he has for sale. Not, not necessarily ad house books, but just, you know, other doubles or triples of, of other books that he's acquired over the years and, and he'll put them out on the table. Apparently he had a, um, a, a signed Grendel book for for sale which i wasn't aware of earlier in the day so i missed that uh but i did find comics book number one so i i, I picked that up for for a steal um Woo. jason also went through his um it's a uh, few things that he had but um chris is just one of the truly nicest dudes i mean everybody at the con is is pretty easygoing and nice but but chris is just one of those guys where it's just like you know you you feel at home when when you're talking to him or you're around uh the ad house table so i th- i think if if we ever lose track of Vince next year i think the ad house booth is where we'd be able to find him most likely for, yeah. Re- yeah. for real uh it was um but yeah so i i did pick up i picked that up from him uh like i said the night before i grabbed um the uh the new book by by the imminence which uh i I, I really didn't expect to leave with, but it is the, uh, it's, it's pretty much one of my prized possessions now. It, it, it's a, um, and, and Jason, and I will probably get into it. If not tonight, uh, then, then maybe when he returns from vacation, but it's, um, it, it's something yeah. that I definitely recommend to everyone. And it is something that will be, um, on the 11 o'clock as, as far as, um, Shout outs, like Jason said, uh, the O'Brien's Don Mock. Rob Pierce, we finally said hello to on Sunday before we all, um, dispersed. Uh, Charlie C, who also hit me up on Facebook Messenger, uh, cause we were talking about our, um, our good fortunes over the weekend. Uh, talked to him while I was actually waiting online for, um, for my Black Sad books to be signed. Um, Braxton was also having dinner with, uh, with, with, with Swain and Adrian and, um, and John, the writer of run love kill. Uh, Braxton is extremely bummed that, uh, he did not get to meet Renee on Friday. Cause I did not know last year, uh, Braxton and Swain got there, I think for Saturday and they were there for the auction Saturday night. And then they bailed on the show. Sunday morning this year they came in on Friday had I known that I would have tried to at least um set up a a meet for everybody um let's see uh Ramon Perez I talked to for a little bit and I will probably um 
as a gift to myself for my birthday, pick up a, uh, a page from, uh, the learning to crawl story that, uh, that he illustrated, um, last year. Uh, I also spoke to Carrie Nord. Um, let's see. There was, uh, that's pretty much, Oh, spoke to John Dell. Mario and I made our way over to, uh, John Dell's table. Um, I asked him how it was because he, he actually, he works on, uh, he's one of the few people this year, this summer to, to work on, uh, the big events from both Marvel and DC. He's, uh, he's inking, um, the Cuba brother on renew your vows. And he also worked on, uh, on the convergence books. Um, Let's see, there was, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, Linsner, as, as we mentioned before, uh, Tom King Stegman, who, um, Stegman's a trip because he, he yells over and calls Jason over to his table because of, of his upcoming book that he's working on because of a character in said book and, and, uh, which of course made me feel pretty much like chopped liver because of who else is in the group. And, and apparently uh-huh. I guess Ryan figures, well, well, fuck it. He doesn't need to know. So, um, but then, uh, then we hugged it out afterwards on Sunday before we all left. He was actually on the, um, he was on the end next to where Paolo was. And, and, uh, because of that, I was able to flip through some of, uh, Paolo's binders and, um, put a page on hold, which I'll probably get within the next couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, so I may not have left with as much art as, uh, as Jason, but I have a few things that I, I plan on getting over the next couple of weeks, but it was a, uh, it was the man it, heroes is really, it, it's not, it's weird. It's not our local con, but it kind of feels like it just because of how, how comfortable and inviting everyone is and and just the whole atmosphere of it 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 it's really just it's a real welcoming convention i i i definitely recommend i mean westoff westoff came out there from chicago john yep. came out from chicago to because because we we met monster and um picked up his sketchbook and he not only uh gave me a a, a wicked cool um piece of uh icon and rocket but he also gave me the uh the old fantico series uh fantico chronicles he gave me the uh the history of spider-man and to give you an idea as to how old this this is uh it goes up to it's got a complete a complete checklist of all things spider-man um it goes up to Peter Parker to Spectacular Spider-Man number 69, uh, all the way up to Amazing Spider-Man number 232. Uh, so, so this has a cover date of, um, somewhere in the eighties, uh, 1982. So this is the complete history of Spider-Man up to 1982. But it, I mean, it, this was, like we all do, John likes to dig through the uh the back issue bins and, and found that. So I'm I'm gonna get a kick out of I had the old Fantastic Four one, so that'll be fun to read through that. Now Heroes is definitely a convention everyone if if you are a comic book fan, Heroes is is a convention you need to attend. Period. Yes, yes. And uh continuing with the shout outs. Dap hit on a bunch of them. I just want to make sure it's 
Uh, first of all, apologies if we don't mention you. It's not intentional. There's a lot of people, and we didn't take notes. I wrote down a lot, so yeah. Yeah, uh, so apologies for that. Um, but uh, just just again, kind of starting from the center of the circle and working out. Uh, again, massive, massive uh, bro hugs to Mario uh, because it had been a hot minute since we hung out with him. Um, and, uh, it felt like a glove, man, fit like a glove. It was a blast being with him. And, uh, I swear I'll never call you Mario again. Um, <laughs> who knew? Yeah, apparently calling someone Ma- Ma- Mario is, is insulting as calling David Dave. So, uh, live and learn on that. But, uh, anyway, uh, again, shout out to Stringer, uh, shout out to, uh, Tom, Chris and Daryl, uh, our late night crew for sure. Um, Oh, did meet, um, I didn't meet, I, it's, uh, got, got to bump into for a quick minute, um, Barb and Mike Myers while they yeah, were on shout out, for Mike's mm-hmm. Shout out to Barb and Mike, shout out to McDade for yes. sure, king of the, of the jam pieces. Um, uh, shout out to, let's, I'm just going to go down this list here, um, uh, Dexter Vines, Jamal Eigel, who by the way has lost a oh. hundred plus pounds, it looks great. He looks amazing. Um, uh, shout out to Jason Aaron. Who, uh, other than a quick, from a glance, hello, shaking, uh, like a 10 feet away, hi, how are you? That was all we got, got out of him. And, and again, it was cool to see because Jason Aaron and Jason Latour had the longest lines of the, of the, of the weekend. It's very, very cool, especially for, for Latour because this is his home show. He's been the one there for years and, uh, it's, it must just be a surreal experience for him to, uh, to, to be one of the big draws of the show. Um, uh, and, and rounding out that, that, that trio, shout out to Robbie Rodriguez, who was also part of that whole thing. Uh, shout out to Jeremy Hahn and his lovely wife. Um, uh, sh- uh, shout out to Jonathan Hickman, who was very cool to us. Uh, we talked a little bit about him going on the show and, uh, he was very, very nice. Did a bumper for us. Um, as David mentioned, shout out to Stuart and Catherine Eminen. Uh, Carrie Rondolph. Always good to see him. Uh, Michelle Fife. Uh, Robert Atkins, who I only spoke to briefly, bumping into whom we were both getting our badges. Uh, badges? We don't need no stinking badges. Uh, Aaron Conley, Andrew McLean and his beautiful bride, uh, Andy Belanger, who is taking the success of Southern Cross very much in stride. Uh, Brian Hurt, we had a blast talking to. Colin Bunn. Colin Bunn, yes. Come on the show. Total blast talking to Colin, catching up with him. Um, Shout out to Brian Stelfreeze, not because we got to talk to him, because he was there oh. and he was running things. And he's one of those guys that uh, he was up on stage painting a piece for the auction and was one of those dudes Gorgeous. that had half an artist alley sitting watching him do, do, do his work. I mean, just captivating uh, his fellow artists. Um, as David mentioned, Kerry Nord, other guys, this essential crew, Dan Panosian, always nice to see. Dan, I hope your six weeks of daddy, of, of, of Mr. Mom goes okay. Uh, again, Daniel Govar, Dave Bullock, Dave Johnson, um, Ed Pisker, great meeting him. You know, here's a guy that's had an unbelievable amount of success. I think his book is in 40 different like, uh, countries now. And yet when we were chatting with him, he actually took the time to say that we move units for him, which absolutely floored me because I, I, I wouldn't think that we would have any impact on his book or he would notice. But he said every show he goes to, and, and, and this is really a shout out to our listeners because it's, it's incredible that you guys always give us props in the midst of this. But he said every show he goes to, uh, you know, 10 to 12 dudes come up and buy the book and mention that they heard about it from us. So that, that really made me feel great. Um, 
Doc Shaner, uh, Francesco Francavilla, uh, James Herron, uh, Jim Rugg. Funny, Jim Rugg actually at first I could tell didn't recognize me. Um, mm-hmm. I said, you know, you're having trouble placing the face, aren't you? Called him out on it, but then he quickly uh, snapped back into reality. Uh, Guanjo, uh, as David mentioned, I didn't talk to Guanjo, but I, you, I, you did, and you got your, your, you got that awesome head sketch in there. Um, of course, Norton got to hang out a ton with Norton. Great seeing him. Um, he's he's one of the nicest human beings in the biz. Period. End of story. Seriously. Um, uh, Dracada, again, a fellow Eagles fan. Loved chatting with him. We chatted a lot of as much football as we did comics. Uh, Pitara, I actually didn't get to see, and he said on Twitter the next day that I big-timed him somehow, because I didn't say hello to him, but, uh, so I'm saying hello now. Uh, Riley Brown, Ryan Brown, of course, Steggy and his lovely wife, can't forget her, Scotty and Casey, who is very pregnant and glowing. Um, uh, you know what, David, I was thinking about it, was Tim Sale not there? No, he was. He was? I didn't, I didn't yeah. notice him. Okay. Cause he was on my list, but I never actually noticed him. Uh, Tom Rainey, Mr. Sholey, of course, uh, Wilfredo Torres, um, Alessandro Maselli, who just recently joined the Essential Sequential Crew, uh, Andrew Robinson, Chris Visions, um, Wachter, of course, Drew Moss, Kennedy, Gonzalez, Jamie Jones, uh, Jay Gonzo, and, uh, and Quinn, uh, Jeremy Treese and his wife, uh, as you, you mentioned Lindsay already, David, uh, Kagan McLeod, uh, Kelly Treebeard Williams, who I had got two pieces from of the weekend. He's a great, great dude. Uh, Kevin Mellon, who continues to have tremendous success with, uh, Archer, but still finding time to, uh, to do the comic thing. Kevin Wada, very nice dude, even though we were teasing him about how long it took him to do my jam piece. Very, very nice guy. Um, Matt and Charlene Kent, uh, another guy that, you know, I think there's a running, there's a running, joke in comics that we all somehow managed to marry above ourselves and uh i think matt is is in part of that camp charlene has uh got her shit together uh mateo of course matthew roberts and his wife uh mike Lilly, first time i met him very nice dude actually i think his birthday was this week so happy birthday mike uh nathan fox ramon ron salas ryan boddenheim ryan my name's not gary but i, I still love you um uh ryan kelly Huge, huge props to Ryan Lee, who did two pieces for Stringer, two pieces for me, including setting off my Cannibal Run Jam piece. He's a super humble dude and another guy that's way better than he realizes. So I hope sometime, somehow soon he realizes how good he is. Um, Sajad Shah, Sanford Green, another phenomenal dude, um, hip-hop fan, just all around a great dude. Sean Crystal, Steve Mannion, uh, Vince, you'll be happy to know Steve is in a great place. He got married this past year, and uh, they moved down to North Carolina from Jersey. So they, uh, they're, they're, it's a local show for him now. Uh, Fantastic. Tommy Lee, Tula Lote, who is, I must admit, quite easy on the eyes. Mm. Um, very much so. Tyler Crook, Vanessa Del Rey, uh, Veronica Fish and her husband, Andy, who were both set up at Artist Alley. Um, let's see. Alex Sanchez. Uh, you mentioned Monster, Matthew Allison. Um, Alex, uh, Alex Azirit, uh, another one of your boys, Vince. Um, I'm trying to, oh, Ben Mara, who yep. wants to come on the show. Dude, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm excited about Can't that. Wait, cool dude. dude. Yeah. Very yep, cool yeah. dude. Um, uh, trying to think here. I don't want to forget anybody. I'm going down the list here. Um, 
Chris Mitten. See, I almost forgot Chris Mitten. Yeah. Uh, who else? Let's see. This is a great radio. Sorry about this. I'm scrolling down, making sure we don't forget anybody. Uh, oh, Frank Barbieri, uh, Jersey boy. Oh, I uh, talked to him for a bit. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I think I talked to him at the bar for a bit. Um, okay. maybe you're out getting your 15 glass of, uh, liquor up in the hotel room that night. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, no. Uh, it's true though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not lying there, am I? Uh, Jason Sean Alexander. Um, Joe Picar, who by the way would be great. Uh, I think Mario's the one that came up with this. He would be great for the Adrian Barbeau piece on the jam at some point down the road. Um, I think that's about, oh, Justin Ponzer, uh, Laura Martin, Jordanaire, who I, Vince, I thought she was going to color one of my jams for me, but, uh, she ended up running out of time. So, uh, Aww. such is life, but, uh, but maybe next time, uh, Chris Anka, who, was sitting next to Wada and uh, ended up having a pretty pretty great conversation with him about original art. He's a big art collector on top of being an artist himself. Um, uh, I'm going to say that we're good. I think we're good. Uh, I think we're good. I don't, I, don't, cool. I don't see any. If I forgot you at this point, again, apologies. Not intentional uh, by any means. But uh, we had a great time. And uh, we'll see you all next year, as will Vince, the fucking trio. That is going to happen. Well, we hope, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, Heroes Con recap as much as I have. <laughs> and uh, remember, if, if you want to get your books cheap, there's only one place to get them. There's really only one place. And that's Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Remember these discounts and act quickly because it's... It, the window's closing. They're going to be in new discounts up probably next week or the not long after that. Fanographics, Hip Hop Family Tree. We talked about Ed Pisker. You can get the first issue of the new monthly ongoing series for $1.99. Karina Becco and Gabriel Hardman's Invisible Republic Trade Paperback Volume 1 from Image, $4.99. That's a dollar an issue, people. And uh, Neil Gaiman's Technophage from Super Genius will cost you in hardcover $13.74 in your travels. Um, I have an assignment for you because mm. I'll probably be talking about it next week. Uh, you meaning the listeners. I know you both read it. I implore you, my little hands are clasped in implorement for you to read a book written by Mark Guggenheim. Pencils by Carlos Pacheco. Inks by Mariano Taibo and colors by the great Frank Martin. I need you to read Squadron Sinister number one. Yes, indeed. Because it was capital A, ah, cap the whole world. Amazing. It was amazing. So good. The collision of not, I, I originally thought it was three universes, but it's four when you do the math. If you like the Squadron Supreme, if you like like myself, the epic Shadowline saga, the new universe, and uh, the Straczynski take on, uh, which I think was a Max comic, yep. wasn't it? The squad. It's all in here. You need to read this. Yeah. It was great. It's true. And it was. So read it. Squadron Sinister number one. Can't argue with that. And it even pokes a little bit of fun at the uh, Distinguished Competition. Oh, yes. Yes, that is. That's that's for a lot of my writing for the issue. Um 
Uh, in your travels, um, I am going to say, oh, fuck it. I'm, came out this week. Russian Olive to Red King. That hmm. it, it is, uh, like I said, I, we won't talk about it next week because Jason won't be here. I need to. Oh, that's true. Talk oh, to. Oh, damn. Uh, talk, talk. We have a problem then. You're leaving too? Yeah, I'll be down the shore all week. Oh, no. We best do something tomorrow. <laughs> oh, maybe we're going to talk about Russian Olive tomorrow night. <laughs> so that's, that's good. So. I was going to pop the boner on you at the end of the, after we were done recording and see what was happening, but I got to do it now. Oh, shit. <laughs> I might be able for that. Although it depends. I got to pack for my trip, but we'll see. Me too, but we can huh. stick it in. Oh, shit. Twist it. That's hilarious. We can just pound out some quick reviews, make it, <laughs> uh, make it happen. That's right. We can see that. Zach's keep holding it down. He can maybe have <laughs> MTV's Mario Get on. Ian. Uh, Mario on. Ian. Oh, Ian will do it. Maybe have Mario on, have <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> oh, Heroes Recap Scotty. Part 2. Scotty, remember that remember, time remember, you drew that thing? God damn you. I was just going to say that. Remember that time? In the uh, bar with the thing? So, yeah, so... um. Yeah. Catherine wrote it and, and Stuart drew it. The Eminence bring you, um, this awesome hardcover that, uh, that, that ad house, um, is more than happy to, uh, to, to sell to you. This is a, um, I just, I, I told the guys I read it and, and I could not stop thinking about it. I was talking to Renee about it on the ride home. It was just, it, it, it stuck with me and, and you need to, um, it, and apparently yeah. according to their blog, they, uh, it's, it's been, they've been working on, they've, they've had this idea. They've been, uh, they've kept going back to it for the past five years. And, um, you know, so sometimes it just, you can't rush things. It, it, if things take as long as they, they take to, so the story can be told. I mean, so be it, but this was, uh, this is worth the wait. This is just a, a fantastic piece of work. So uh that is what I recommend for your in your travels. Awesome. Uh right, respect, respect. Um you know what? Because uh, I was thinking I was gonna do that same book, but but uh but I'll I'll, I'll throw in your in your travels love out to uh, another Marvel Secret Wars tie in. Um probably the my choice for best of the week. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, shit. wait. Oh, Why shit. you saying oh damn? Because it's one. It, it's something that you both like. How do you know? How do you know what I'm going to say? Ooh, well, it did he did say this week, right? Yeah. Did this Did this come out this yeah. week? Yeah. Oh, I I, I oh, read it okay. this week. I don't know if it came out this week. Okay. Uh, but I I should almost ask you to guess now because you, you said oh damn like you're. I was thinking as soon as you said it, E for extinction. That is correct. <laughs> David, David doesn't like, like we it. don't know. <laughs> you. Oh, you David, must, David just don't know. Don't know. Uh, in Marvel's E for extinction. E is for extinction. Uh, written, not drawn, but written by Mr. Chris Burnham. Uh, drawn by Ramon Villa Lobos. Uh, with, um, Colors by Ian Herring. Thank you, Ian Herring. Yes, um, and then uh, letters by Clayton Calls. It, it this is 
a direct descendant of Morrison's new X-Men. And I personally thought it hit all the right notes. I think Ramon is spiritually a descendant of that artistic tree. Yep. He's by no means exactly like Quitely, but he is certainly inspired by Quitely. Yes. And I thought it worked really well here. Got um, a little bit of Burnham in him too. Absolutely. Burnham, he, as you noted, is, is very much part of that Quitely tree as well and has worked with more, uh, over the years repeatedly. And I think has a good sense of, um, of, of the new X-Men, uh, setting and characterization. And I enjoyed this quite a bit. I thought it was a fascinating look at, um, a world where the mutants are kind of living their own life and just doing their own thing, but there's still some dissension and the U-Men show up and it's, um, I dug the art. I, 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 it was nice to see some of these characters again for the first time in a long time. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was, uh, it hit all the right spots for me. It was like a happy ending. Yeah. And the freedom fighters are not at the top of their game. <laughs> that is true. Not at all. I mean, if you want to see it pudgy and busted, uh, Scott and Emma, and especially Wolverine. Wolverine's yeah. healing factor is, is Ooh. on the, on the skin. Fucking idiot so slices his own fingers. Scott and Emma, Scott and Emma are tore up from the floor up in this. Yeah, yes. yeah. But that, that's what's so great about this issue. Um, you get to see the struggle to, I mean, you, I, I get a feeling how this is going to come out, maybe, but that's being the underdogs this far down just to see what they can possibly do. Cause I loved what Emma did. To Scott, how she she yeah. jump started his his uh, mental ability. So he has a little bit of you know the the Emma slash Jean Grey uh, uh, telekinesis and and uh, things going on. But the best thing about this issue, I got to say, is Hank where else where else are you going to see the beasts surrounded by sperm? It's very <laughs> true in this As issue. Hank McCoy continues his his streak of of being one of the smartest guys to make some of the dumbest decisions. Yep. <laughs> in this case, is a fertility doctor getting humans, uh, helping them make sure they have mutant babies by design. There's all, by design, yes, they want to have mutant babies. Yes. But there's also an air of the Bendis run in this thing too. When he gets the knock on the door, that is true. Yes, I thought it was a great issue, and it, it's not often that. Uh, a person can successfully make the transition from behind the artboard to behind the, let's just say, typewriter. I mean, we see it all the time. These guys, they get in the, in the pilot seat and they just tank. Uh, Burnham did not tank. Nope. No. I think one of the keys is if you're, uh, if you're, if you've ever been on the show or a friend of the show and you're an artist and you decide to write, you're going to pull it off. Uh, um, that's not as particularly true, but really, we'll have we'll to talk offline about that. Well, I don't want to make it seem like we're easy. Well, I'm sure there's true. been some, one of our guests that has just like screwed the pooch, but I, I can't think of well, any offhand. Me, Ryan Brown, but for real, I didn't want to say <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for being here once again. If you enjoyed what you heard, I'm sure you did. Come back next week because which will really be tomorrow because we will be waiting for you. We'll be just sitting here with a, uh, a beverage and our fingers tapping on the table, just waiting for you to come. And if anyone happens to be in Turks and Caicos next week, 
You can reach out. Yeah. Or Bethany Beach. Give me up my page. Oh, or Putnam Valley. I, I... <laughs> 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 dick, dick, dick. Yeah. We we will be all over the globe. Yeah. Oh, and in your, in your travels, don't forget to pre-order your Devastator combiner from Amazon right now. Uh, so pretty. Tip of the hat. Um, yeah, join us next week. We'll be waiting for you. Say good night, David. Good night, David. Oh, he waited too long. A little bit, but I don't, I don't call him out on it. He gets all upset. Yeah, yeah, Bye. Whatever. <laughs> Miss you guys already. Whatever. <laughs>